Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talking About Balls. We are going to try this shit again. The refreshing refresher. Mentos episode. <clears throat> She's like deja vu. We were just here. Except Tim's moving now, so we're back. We're ready. I'm kind of sad I'm not frozen. It's working a little bit better, I suppose. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with Talking About Balls here, live at Redline Radio Studio 2. We Tec- apologize. Technical difficulties. Nobody's fault. It is what it is. We're hopefully going to get this shit figured out. Um, but we're going to get right back into it because we lost about 10 minutes or so of show. Um, so let's just get right back to it. Where, what was I talking about? Of course, gambling. Are you a gambler out there? <clears throat> I am. This guy is. The guy with the red sweatpants in the middle. You can't see him, but he's wearing red also. We all, we're gamblers. Let's get a look. Yeah. We, we didn't even plan this shit. That's just how in sync talking about balls is. We all just showed up in red today. It's the official, um, I, you know, I think grape is grape of blood. I don't even know. We're representing our boy grape today. I'm just going to guess. I don't know. He's from the West Coast. I, I don't know. I'm guessing. Um, yeah, I was going to say it's very bloodish in here. Yeah, I love it. Fitting it's women's month. I've never felt safer. Uh, but anyway, let's get right in into women's it. Women's history month? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it with uh, right, back to your bets. Bet stamp. Download the app Bet Stamp today, and of course, use code Balls B A L L S B A L L S. That is not a joke. That's the real code. They allowed us to use Balls. It's such a great company. Stamp. Uh, for those of you that don't know, they are the Chicago of sports gambling. You go there. They're going to tell you any bet you can make. You want to do, you know, bets. We were looking at those NBA bets. We're looking at up at Betstamp. Baseball's coming up. That's going to be where it starts in like a week. Make your money, people. I'm so curious how the bets work with uh, baseball. I'm very excited. I've heard some rumblings. We'll get into that closer to baseball season, but I think I have a pretty good idea on how that works uh, or where the money's at, I should okay. say. Um, but we'll get into that. Uh, but for anyway, for right now, Betstamp is the place to go. Go there for anything. Anytime I want to make a bet, I, I go there first because I want to make as much money as I can. Who wouldn't want to do that? If you're an investor, if you're any type of person that cares about your finances and money, and if you're going to Vegas and a guy says, all right, well, I'll win $100, or I can go to this table, do the same bet, I'll win $200. Absolutely. 100%. That's what BetStamp is here to do. They are here to tell you where to go to make the most money. So for me, specifically, tonight, I've got a little parlay going on, everybody, and I have two big guys in the same game, scoring points, getting rebounds, doing their thing. First and foremost, Joel Embiid. He's my guy. He's been making me a ton of money lately because all this dude does, he is a walking bucket. He is dedicated to get this MVP award this year, which will not be easy because I, I think, think gonna get it. you don't. I don't think he's going to get it. I no. think the Joker just puts up insane numbers. The Joker is so damn good. But Joel Embiid is out there killing it. He is leading the, the, the Sixers to, you know, they're not, I think they're the one seed. I don't even know off the top of my head. Or no, they're not. They're, they're like the two seed or something like that, I think. But either way. They're a good team, and that's because of Joel Embiid. He is, to me, easily could be the MVP, and I wouldn't think twice about it if he gets the award. Um, but I'm going Joel Embiid plus third point. Nice. And if you go to BetStamp, BetStamp's going to tell you where to get the most money for that. If you're doing that bet individually, which I am not. So they're going to tell you to go to BetMGM. I personally decided to go to DraftKings because DraftKings is minus 130. Uh, bet MGM is minus 120. So for me, the minus 10 there, that wasn't a huge deal. So I just decided I'm going to go with DraftKings because I have a second bet that I'm going with. And that's my guy, Nikola Vucic. 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 Sounds whatever. like this, the Ray, uh, Ray Mysterio uh, starting of his uh, music. Yeah, the, I forgot Vucic, what that was. Vucic, uh, six, but uh, he's a double-double machine. The dude will put up 15 points, get 10, 12 rebounds pretty easily. So I have him getting a double-double. 
And those odds for him getting the double-double, I think they tell you to go to, I don't really remember, if I'm being honest, so we'll have that pop up here in a second. No worries. There it is. There we go. FanDuel. So they want me to go to FanDuel for minus 150. But I again, DraftKings has it there for minus 175. I'm going to match that up because I've been I've been having good luck in DraftKings lately. So I just decided to take it on my own. But that's me kind of being dumb because I'm going against, against what that stamp is telling me to do. But I'm doing it. I'm going with $20 turns into 47 if you make this parlay. So do it. Do it now. I think the game started at 730 or 8 o'clock, whatever. So get your bets in. Bet along with the boys here talking about balls. Please bet responsibly. 21 and older. We do not. We are not professionals. We are just doing this for fun. Do not take any of our advice as gospel. Just have fun. Yes. It's a joke. Now, let's get into Kyle's picks. So, <clears throat> I went with the guy who I think is going to be the MVP this year, the Joker. Um, so, my parlay is two-part, uh, just like yours. Uh, my first one is the Joker getting 11.5 rebounds. I went, I took the over. Um, I have all my money currently in MGM, and I just, it's, I don't know, I'm lazy. <laughs> That's <laughs> Pull, how I am. Pulling money out, like... putting it to a new... So it's just, it's just lazy. But the odds on according to uh, Betstamp is on FanDuel for a minus one fourteen. So not that big of a difference. No, I think I'm still getting pretty good odds at the one twenty. So I think that that's fair for the laziness. That's that you have to pay a toll to yes. be lazy. Well, I'm going to show you my dumb part here next. Okay. Um, but I think that's I think him getting over eleven and a half is pretty good. I think it's a pretty good chance that it's happening. So I did not listen to Betstamp like Justin didn't on one of his for my next bet. Uh, the boy dropped 50, what, seven points the other night? Julius yeah. Randall. They still yes, he lost, yes, but yes, he put up did. points. So I, I rolled the dice tonight. I'm going to take him to get over uh, 26 and a half points. I think it's pretty doable. Um, but had I listened to Betstamp like everyone should, I would have went with DraftKings. Um, they have a plus 100 right now. Ooh. Plus 100 to get over 26 and, and you're a half. going bet MGM, but I went MGM minus 120. Oh my God. What a swing, right? Okay. So that does not justify the laziness in my opinion, <laughs> but it is what it is. I had a very busy day today, but you know, it is okay. I'll deal with it. I'll kick myself when I win and could have got more money. Um, but I parlayed those together. It takes the bet to a two forty-two. Um, $50 will get me back one seventy-one in payouts. I'll take it. You know, if it's a win, it's a win. It could have been over, could have been over $200 had I gotten the right way, but um, it's okay. So again, here's the lessons for everybody who wants to download this app. Don't do what I did and watch what the app's telling you because it's it's worth it. Trust now me. I'm very curious to see how his night ends because <laughs> on one app, like you said, you have plus 100 and on the other apps, he's minus 120. So it's like BetMGM is like, oh yeah, he's going to get this shit easily. So that's why it's an under or it's right. a favorite. And then DraftKings is like the fuck he is like they know something. So I'm really yeah, curious, I'm curious how it plays out. I, I, Vegas. I, I, it's so weird how close Vegas can get on so many things. It's nuts. Like I've done bets where a guy's line is like 19 and a half and then he's out of the game with 19 points and he's done. And I'm yep. like, are you fucking, how did they you know? Wanna, you just want to check back how in and just go do a rebound or yeah. something. Just go get in there and give me a layup. Something speaking, easy, get a free speaking throw. Of bets, did you see the, uh, the four and a half line that got fucked on that last second shot in the team that was losing? Yeah. For, uh, what it was that college basketball game. I forgot. Team was a VCU half, and the yeah. kid like they, they were they lost yeah, anyway. Damn near shot it a half court shot while they were down seven with like three seconds yeah, left. Goes in, so it nails. Are it. you gonna tell me that there was not money on that line? And like, nobody on the team. The funny thing line. was they showed uh, Avery Johnson. He's the head coach of one of the teams that was in that game. I forgot who. I honestly don't really pay attention to college basketball. Bottle or something? No, so this oh. one they show him after he hits that shot, and he got this huge smirk on his face. It's almost like everyone knows what the line is, and he's exactly. like, "Oh no, shit!" It's now we weird. Everyone knows that. Adams, but I um, love it. I, I love it. I'm so happy here. Uh, huge news, actually. I don't know if you guys know this. 
Um, but before we go, I'll, I'll talk about that. But before we do that, again, download BetStamp, uh, B-E-T-S-T-A-M-P. Use code BALLS. That's huge for us. It's huge for the show. Uh, please do it. It's free. It's easy. Uh, it's cheap. It's I'm not talking about your mom. I'm talking about BetStamp. Um, so please just do it. It's huge for us. And it's again, it's really easy. It takes two seconds. It's free. It's the least you can do, you fucks. Um, but anyway, uh, huge news. The NFL draft is allowing, or Ohio, the state of Ohio is allowing gambling on the NFL draft. Really? You can pick where a guy's going, et cetera. Um, my buddy last year actually had, had uh, I forgot his name off the top of my head, the cornerback that was taken by the Houston Texans third overall. Uh, I forgot his name. It, it'll, it'll come eventually, but he, he told me weeks before the draft. He's like, he's like, if you can gamble anywhere, he's like, put money on this pick. He's going there. Uh, Stingley, I think. Um, I remember you told me, you texted me. Yeah. When it hit. He's like, he's like, he's going to Houston at three. Cause wasn't he, was he in Vegas with you? Yeah. Yeah. So we were there and he made that bet and he ended up, he said he bet like a thousand dollars on it. He won like 16 or maybe won like 10,000 or something like that. Like, it was a huge payout. What a um, town to hit the hit that bet in. But he he knew it was coming. He was all about that. He had a, a good good source. So if you have some good sources, you're you're confident in where you think someone's going to go. Like for me personally, uh, a little off topic here. We didn't even have a spot for this, but I think C.J. Stroud's going number one. Yeah, uh, I think with the Panthers moving up, that's a no doubt. So yeah, the Panthers moved well, up to the know, number one pick. We'll, we'll talk about that when we get to the NFL Cam stuff. Newton, but... Cam Newton is uh, warming up again. Yeah, he's throwing he at Auburn's be, he, pro day. He might be brought back to nobody gives the a Panthers. Shit. Uh, but anyway. Let's get right into it, though. Uh, we've been off for a couple of weeks. Again, we started the show. We talked about this already, but then we had some some issues. So we're back. Uh, we had two weeks off. We're back. NFL free agency happened on my birthday. Did that happen? It, it did. It, some things happened? Oh, okay. Some things. Some trades. Lots of moving and shaking going on in the NFL. Uh, huge news all over the place. So let's break it all down. That's what we do. We're going to, of course, start off with the Browns, who have been very active. They've been hot and heavy here in free agency. Uh, and now they're active in the trade market. They took their sweet time though to get going. They waited. Yeah. They sat back and waited. But I like that because as as a Browns fan, as a fan of free agency, I love it. Every year I get excited for it. But I also have learned the most aggressive teams in the early start of free agency. Those moves don't really mean much. Like yeah. I remember years ago, like the Browns were the first team to sign anybody. They got Paul Kruger right away, uh, free agent. How'd that work out? He doesn't miss Kruger, though. Gary was... Baxter. They got him, like, day one going after these great players that were good, good and more. And then just how many years have we experienced this where the free agency does not work out for Cleveland? So the fact that they're sitting back and they're not taking top players, they're not overpaying guys, they're not making stupid decisions is huge. That's how you build a franchise. Look at the Kansas City Chiefs. And we'll talk about that a little bit. They lost really good talent. They yeah. were Brown go we're like hey here's our deal best we can give you take or leave it he said see you went to cincinnati me and all the chiefs are like all right, well we don't we don't give a shit we think we'll be right next year yeah so, uh you got to trust your team well I mean, we thought that offensive line was going to suck this year anyways and in super well, bowl see what happens one ring later yeah. um but yeah so the browns were really active we'll start off really quick with a trade that actually happened today the cleveland browns have acquired elijah moore from the new york jets for, oh, that picture worked. Look at how beautiful that is, even though he's burning in the Browns. Um, nice he, catch. They were trading him. That's one thing about Elijah Moore that a lot of people don't realize. He has dropped two passes, I think, in his career. Uh, he has great hands. He doesn't drop shit. You know in Cleveland, the first pass thrown to him, he's going to drop them. No, as long as he's not wearing 10 and his last name isn't Schwartz, I think we're going to be in good shape. Uh, but Elijah Moore was a second-round pick from the uh, New York Jets two years ago. The draft, the same draft they took Zach Wilson. They took Elijah Moore out of Mississippi. Um when he came out, everybody and their brother was praising the pick. My my buddies that are Jets fans, 
Chad Ochocinco would beat about him almost every day at camp and say, Elijah Moore is the next stud wide receiver. I love this kid. Then he had the unfortunate issue of having to play with Zach Wilson. And that will stunt your growth like a child smoking cigarettes. So poor Elijah Moore, we don't really know what he is. So I'm, I'm on the fence about this trade, but I think it's good value. So basically the Browns traded their 42nd overall pick, which is their second rounder. And in return, they got Elijah Moore and the Jets' third-round pick, which is number 74 overall. So I think it's a pretty good trade. Um, you got to think, you gotta think it's about It's a gamble. This, you got to think about this trade as like we're drafting him. Exactly. You know? And that's the number one thing I'm trying to push home to people is there is not a wide receiver that will be available at 42 that is going to be ready and better than Elijah Moore week one. Sure. There might be a third, fourth-round pick, whatever, who ends up having a better career than Elijah Moore. I'm not <clears> discrediting <throat> that. I don't need you coming back to me 10 years later and being like, Remember when you said there's no one better? I mean, right now, the Browns are building a win-now team, so they needed to get a somewhat veteran player. He's been in the league two years. Um, it's better than a rookie coming in, unknown completely. Imagine if we drafted another Anthony Schwartz, how mad everybody would be. That would mean Andrew Barry gets fired. That would mean Stefanski gets fired. We blow the whole team up. Do you guys want to see that again? I don't. Who's uh, who's faster, though, Moore or Schwartz? Probably Schwartz. I mean, he was a track star. He is more speed than NFL player. Whereas well, I'm really Moore pissed off at this trade then. Yeah, you, we needed that that super speed that can't catch. Um, <laughs> instead, we get really, really good speed that catches damn near everything. So I like the trade. Uh, again, I was a little indifferent at first because I do have fans that are or friends that are Jets fans. And I know that Elijah Moore has not lived up to his potential. He hasn't really had a great career so far. Um, for being a second round pick, you do expect more. So pun intended because that's his last name. But I do look at it as Zach Wilson was holding him back. Zach Wilson has held back that entire team. There's a reason they're going after uh, Aaron Rodgers. There's a reason Zach Wilson, after two years, is done in New York because they understand they need to upgrade that position. He hasn't been good. It's hasn't been as bad as Baker Mayfield. I'm not comparing it to that, but it's a similar situation. You have a high-drafted quarterback, not really winning. It's not doing much. you got to make an upgrade. And when you kind of know that the quarterback is holding everybody else back. So number one, obviously Cooper two would be uh people's Jones. And then three, we'd slide him in. Oh, he's then the slot receiver. Four for sure. would be bell. I assume at this point then. Yeah. David bell. We've got some, we've got some guys. Uh, I, I still, I wouldn't even rule out maybe drafting another wide receiver. If there's somebody that they like maybe the fourth, fifth round again, like kind of like just similar gonna use, to David bell. Are we just going to use grant and special teams. We're not going to put him on the field. Do you think? Uh, hard to say really depends on, I think that was their goal last year. But at this point, if coming off a torn Achilles, do you really yeah. want to put those extra miles on him? I think he could be used in an emergency situation, but I think his main position will be uh, punt returner, kick returner. But with a limited 53-man you know, roster on game day, you got to kind of limit who you're starting and who you're not dressing. So if you can't just have seven wide receivers dressed, you got to kind of pick and choose. So Jakeem Grant might have to play wide receiver as well if he's going to get snaps yeah. or if he's going to get returns. Makes That's just the way it goes. Um so it'll be interesting. We'll break the Browns roster down as the season goes on. I love doing that. Um, but a big move. I'm, I'm really happy for it. Uh, it's exactly what we needed. Everybody and their brother was pissed off. We haven't signed a wide receiver. Look around the league. Are there any wide receivers that you really loved? Um, I, mean, I did. I did love Cooks. I, I would have loved to gotten Cooks. Cooks. But the more I thought about it after the fact, A, <clears throat> a shitload of money. You're getting Elijah Moore on a, he's on his third year of a four-year rookie deal. So a second round pick, he does not have a fifth year option, but it's a really good trade. Um, so we have for this year and next year. Yeah. Okay. Then there was a rumor, Jerry Judy. Right. That was a huge rumor going around. Everybody's everybody in Cleveland here was talking about getting Jerry Judy to the Browns. However, the asking price would have been at least the second pick, the second round pick, number forty two, plus 
plus a player yeah. and maybe another pick thrown in. I did see that rumor of Newsom. Newsom. So that was the yeah. the one rumor, which me personally, there's no way. Greg Newsom, I think, could he's worth a second round pick by himself. Yep. He's a very good cornerback. He would bring you back a second round pick. So I think that's you're essentially would be giving up two second round picks for Jerry Judy. No, thank you. Um, so you have Jerry Judy was the rumor everybody wanted. I don't, I'm glad we didn't have to give up an extra player. Jerry Judy probably is a better overall wide receiver than Elijah Moore right now. But Elijah Moore, you get him and a third-round pick for a second. I do that all day. Don't even think twice. Fuck Jerry Judy. Sorry. Sorry the Denver Broncos are greedy, and they wanted a little too much. Right. Otherwise, he could be a Brown today, but fuck him. I'll take Elijah Moore. I'm happy about it. As you said, we already have Amari Cooper, probably the best route runner in football. Great hands. Donovan Peoples-Jones, an emerging young, really good wide receiver who everybody, you know, he's a fan favorite. Getting better every year. Now you have a legitimate slot receiver. This offense is fucking loaded. It's ready to roll. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's, this is the thing, though. Like, I, I'm pumped again. Here we are in the sure. offseason. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Pumped for the Browns. Excited for moves. We are Super Bowl champions ah. in April. Yes. Super Bowl, Super Browns. Let's lock it up. Uh, I like the Josh Jobs bringing him back. He's familiar with everybody here. Uh, I believe he was a team favorite, uh, in uh, you know, a locker room favorite with everybody. My the rumor I saw was that he was offered more money for another team, but he really loves Cleveland, so he yeah. decided to come back. I like that. Uh, I'm curious to see what that means for Kellen Mond. So Kellen Mond, uh, if you guys remember, was released by the Vikings last year. He was like a a day three pick or whatever from them a couple of years ago, and he only lasted two year, one year technically. So they let him go. The Browns picked him up. He was on the roster all last year. Never got to see him. I don't really know much about him. I'm wondering if we're going to hold if we're going to hold three quarterbacks, and it's going to be Watson, Dobbs, Mond, Mund, however you say it, or if we get rid of Mond, bring in a different third quarterback. Maybe hell, we even bring in a different uh, Josh. Yeah, I think they'll do yeah. just more so with Helen Mond getting older. Maybe a team picks him up if somebody gets some injuries. He's a guy that I could see getting getting picked off yeah. the practice squad. Um, but we'll see. But I like the return. I'm a big fan of that. Uh, speaking of returns, the Browns did have a couple guys stay in Cleveland. Ethan Posick has agreed to stay in Cleveland. Anthony Walker, as of today, agreed to stay in Cleveland on a one-year deal. I'm excited deal. about that news. I like that. That was big because I saw the other day he had went and he had met with the commanders in Washington, and I saw that, and I was like, shit, we're going to lose Anthony Walker. Like, He's a good player. Obviously, had a horrific knee injury from the dirty ass. Uh, who was it? It was the Steelers. Yeah, Thursday night football. Or no, was it Monday night? I don't remember. It was a primetime game. I don't remember which team Steelers, played. Though, right? I think it was the Steelers. Yeah, it was early in the guys. season. So Anthony Walker tore his ACL, and then a guy pancake blocked him while he was laying on the ground. Uh, shitty piece of shits. Uh, but he's back. Hopefully, he's going to be healthy. Same guy, a, another linebacker with a bad knee, Sione Takitaki. He agreed to stay in Cleveland, bum knee and all. So we're going to have a lot of limping linebackers out there. but It's going to make for some interesting cuts. Yeah. Well, I mean, right now there's not many people to cut at the linebacker position because we've only brought back a couple, and so far we've only signed one. And that one is uh, Matthew Adams, who, to be honest, I'm not really that familiar with. I think he's a bottom-of-the-roster guy from the Chicago Bears. I honestly don't know much about him. I didn't do much research on him. Uh, but that's the only linebacker we've signed so far. So I, I don't know. I don't know what Schwartz is. I didn't look too much into Schwartz's system where he's running the past. I don't know if he's heavy run backer or if he just realized heavy on a line and defensive the, and tackle it. and safeties. So yeah, we address both of those needs very much. So, <laughs> uh, the defensive, uh, the defensive line we addressed big time by first day we signed or first signing, I should say was Dalvin Tomlinson, the defensive tackle from Minnesota, who is a better run stuffer than uh pass 
or than sack guy, but I'm okay with that. I don't need quarterback pressure from him when you have Miles Garrett and now you got double O on the other side. That is, of course, I'm going to botch this. Ogbania Okoronkwo. Okoronkwo. That's a good good guess. I think I was close. Close. I'm just going to call him double O. Double O lining up on the edge. He was with the Houston Texans last year, played kind of limited, wasn't the starter. Um, But for those of you nerds out there that like the kind of pro football focus shit that I do, he was top five pass rush win percentage. Also in the top five, one Miles Garrett. So we have two of the top five pass rush win percentage uh, rate guys in football, which is huge because if you're going to double Miles Garrett, that leaves him one-on-one. Now you've got Dalvin Tomlinson here in the middle. Then you're going to have Maurice Hurst or whoever ends up getting the other starting job. Maybe it is Perry and Winfrey. We'll see. But Maurice does, Hurst was does another he run guy a four, we signed. Three or a three-four? A four-three. Four-three. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be running a four-three. Uh, Dalvin Tomlinson. They signed double O. They've got Maurice Hurst. They signed Tristan Hill, another defensive tackle. So they have loaded up that defensive line, and then the safety. The safety. I love Ooh. this signing. Juan Thornhill. Super Bowl champion with the Kansas City Chiefs coming to Cleveland. Really good safety. Kind of feels like he didn't even get to show his true self in Kansas City because of the defense that they run. He is so excited to be here with Jim Schwartz, and I love the signing. I'm, I mean, statistically, you, he's a, he's good. He's very good. He's he, one of the better he safeties out in football. Very well. Uh, and the deal is so much better and cheaper than John Johnson the third. So that's a he did probably me, a better attitude. Too, it's a big right? upgrade. Yeah. yeah, John Johnson was a big finger pointer. I loved the signing when we did it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to act like I didn't, but. As the bad games piled up, John Johnson got a little more lippy with the, the the media, and it was never his fault. It was always somebody else's fault. Somebody's not trying. No communication. Somebody isn't communicating. Somebody's out of position. It's never him just being like, yeah, you know what? As a leader of the defense, as a captain, you know, whatever. I, I got to own up to this. He's just pointing fingers. So I'm okay to have him out of the locker room. And Juan Thornhill was a really good deal. I think it was like three years, $18 million or something like that. A very good contract. Uh, so I really am happy with that one. They also signed a favorite of Deshaun Watson. They brought in another tight end in Jordan Aikens. So that's huge for that one. He loves his tight ends. He does. He loves them tight, but then you get a rub down and they loosen right up. Boom. And then we also signed Mike Ford, who is technically a cornerback, but he is really a gunner. He is a special teams gunner, one of the best in the league from what I saw. I really don't pay attention to the position that well. Um, But as soon as we signed Mike Ford, everybody was like, you got a good one there. So very happy with what the Browns have done. Great moves all around. Um, Our biggest need last year when the season was over is what? Defense. 100%. Address the Mainly defense. interior defense, and we have brought in an abundance and of like interior And like we know Andrew line. Barry does, he listens to the show. Yep. He's like, those boys know what they're talking about. We're going after defense. Yeah, and he waited until no now it. to address a person on the offense. It's a smart move. I mean... The guys we got on offense, nothing special. Jordan Akins is going to be our third tight end, assuming Harrison Bryant doesn't get caught or, you know, traded or whatever. Um, it's going to be David Njoku, Harrison Bryant, Jordan Akins. He'll get some snaps for sure. Uh, that's just the way the offense is. We cycle the tight ends in and out, truthfully. I love David Njoku. Don't trust him to stay healthy for a full year. So the more depth you can have at that position, the better. Same thing with Harrison Bryant. He has injury history. So getting depth, getting a guy that Deshaun Watson's familiar with, great. Sign me up all fucking day. Uh, keep the quarterback happy. That's what you do in the NFL. So huge moves from the Browns. Very excited for everything. Um, obviously, it's 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 early. It's April. Of course, we're going to act like we're, you know. We're going to overanalyze the shit out of this. We're, we're going to talk about how great every pick was when half these guys are going to suck. They're going to get that, cut in two after years. After the first week, we're my motherfucker. That was a horrible mistake. And then on top of that, the other thing, too, that a lot of fans, this is what irritated me, was I was reading a lot of posts and people would comment. And they'd say, you know, what grade do you give Andrew Barry right now in free agency? And everyone's like, I give him a D. He didn't get a wide receiver. He didn't do shit at the time. It's like, we still have the draft coming up, people. 
Like right. we still also have money. Like we didn't free agency didn't end. We can still make moves. People were just mad that we didn't address a position at that time. You don't want to overdo it. Why would you sign two wide receivers to please the fans and then the draft pearls? Well, now we got to draft receiver. Like, right. you got cut with it. Are we out? Or oh, there we go. We're back. Uh, we're technical jumping in, jumping in, jumping out. It is what it is. We're used to it. We we will power through. Shit happens. Hopefully, that gets 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 corrected. But I think again, our next episode should be just claymations of ourselves. So we well, just like, move ourselves. The one good thing is our next two episodes are not even going to be from Studio Two. So they've true. got like a month to fix this That's shit. True. So we are off next Wednesday because I just JG. Well, with Tim, Tim will be there. Obviously, we will be at the Piston Powered Autorama. Kyle will be getting ready for his St. Patrick's Day party on April first. I know, just the way we can work out it. for people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're we're adults. We're everyone's busy. Uh, but he's having a party on the first, so he cannot make it. I will be at the Piston Powered Autorama by myself with Tim Hold doing a down. show, Hold holding shit down. I'll be there from one to two. And then right after is Tim Buck Tuesday, which I don't want to impose Tim, but you know, if, if you don't mind having me as a guest, I'd be happy to join you. Man, I'll think about it. Not- <laughs> by all means, you let me know. I just, I'm sitting here shit. thinking, I'm like, I've never been on Tim Buck Tuesday. And I'm like, I'll be right there when he's about to do a show. Kind of makes sense. But again, I don't want to tell Tim how to run a show. If he tells me, oh, and Tara too. I already got shit. She'll be there. She doesn't have to talk. She's just there for pictures. Um, but <laughs> you're just the eye candy, Tara. She uh, taking, I would actually like to have both you guys on the show. She's taking pictures of the eye candy. Oh, look at that, Tara got the invite. All right, Tara, you're officially right. I'll let her know. Oh, she said in me. I didn't even see that. Yeah. All right, Tara. I guess you're on the show too. So you better get some balls because she does not like public speaking at all. And these microphones will be, or the, the I, I think we're getting speakers that go out, right? Yeah. So you're going to be talking to everybody at the Piston you should Powered really, Autorama. You should talk to her about different hairstyles. I'll I'll give her some YouTube clips of some dictators to look up how to do speeches. Dictators. It'll be perfect. Dictators? Just like The Office. So, did you say some dictators? <laughs> dictators. Dictators. <laughs> where where, where uh, Dwight's like pounding his fist. Because like, you got to watch. Should... You got to watch some Stalin clips, some Hitler clips, everything. In women's history, month. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of course it Technically, is. Technically, it'll be April 1st, so it'll be over. That's the, that, is that the April Fool's joke. Is that the April Fool's joke? Oh, true. I don't know. Yeah, they're, that's the joke because they think it's women's month every month. Um, so she can talk hair. Nobody cares about hair, Tara. Anyway. My wife's beautiful hair, by the way. Thanks, Tara. It looks great. Shout out to Tara. Doing hair. Doing hair. Making people getting lose, ri- lose their grades and look beautiful. Getting rid of grades if you're interested. Um, can you do mine, Tara? He's got some grades. I think Tara can take care of it. I don't want to die. I just want to die. I got, I got a Sharpie I can help you out with. Tara, you're get, you got to cut Tim's hair on the show. That's what we're going to do on the first. We're going to plug in some clippers. <laughs> um, but yeah, so live from the IX Center, uh, April 1st, 1 o'clock to 2 o'clock, talking about balls. We'll be there. I'll be there. Tim will be there. Kyle, unfortunately, will not. He'll check in, I'm sure. I will check um, in. He'll be there in spirit. 100%, Please. always. So we'll be doing the show live from the Piston Powered Autorama. I'm not sure where our setup is going to be. Same spot as last year, maybe? No idea. No, it's moved. Okay. So I don't know where it is yet. We'll let you guys know in advance. I'll, I'll make a post about it. But come find us at the Piston Powered Autorama if you're there <clears throat> on Saturday the 1st. I'm not the only show that will be going on there. There will be a lot of shows. I know Lex Vegas is going to be there. As I said earlier, Timbuktu will be going on right after me at 2 o'clock. Um, I'm sure the guys from Steel City are going to be going to be there. that episode. That's Chipper's going to be doing Chipper the, gets the to one go. chip yeah. challenge. So there's a lot going on. Don't be a pussy, Chipper. Uh, I don't know the schedule off the top of my head. I don't know if I have a copy of it. Let me look. I don't think that I do. Um, you never know here at at uh, Redline Radio what they give you. 
I do not have an updated schedule for the powered piston powered show. Um, I know. Think we, way, I think we have like six shows going that day. Yeah, there's a lot. They're going to be doing shows Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I just don't know the order. I don't know the times. I only know mine and Tim's and Steel City. I think is at like six o'clock on Saturday. That's all I really know off the top of my head. But I think Jin Jin's on Friday. Jin Jin's on Friday. Yeah. Okay, so tune in all weekend. We'll though. get you the schedule. Honestly, yeah, just tune into Redline Radio. The shows will be going live. Or all go buy weekend. tickets and go up there. Go go and pay. Go. That's the number one thing. Go to the show. Check out the cars. And then swing by Redline Radio. If you've ever wanted to see us do a show live, we can interact with you. It's going to be a whole thing. It'll be fun. Um, if you've never met us or if you'd like to put a face, you know, actually introduce yourselves. I'll be there. So come on by, sign in some titties, do whatever you want. I was going to say Justin, sign in titties. Yeah, you know how I am. Squeezing ass cheeks and signing titties all day and night. Um, but I don't Just know. Just not my titties. Only your titties. You can't because I start talking to bangs that squeeze the titties. <laughs> They're like, cancel them. Nope. Um, FCC. You could check out the grapevine, our boy Grape. I, I miss him. I haven't been able to really talk with him in his show because the last few Fridays I've been really busy. Uh, we were doing the Canton Charge or the Cleveland Charge game a few weeks ago on a Friday night. So I couldn't really watch and interact. Grape is on a roll lately, though. Grape's show's been doing great. His show's <laughs> entertaining some, as fuck. He's got some deep opinions out there right he now. He is a conspiracy guy to say the least he loves jumanji yeah he jumanji man i think he's trying to get kicked off facebook because he keeps pushing that envelope he likes to he likes to push the envelope i like the way he like misspells some things to like trying to throw off the algorithm yeah so the bots can't find it <laughs> it's smart I don't, i'm not gonna lie uh but the grapevine you could check him out six to eight uh last friday he had a show on saint patrick's day i was blacked out at that point i <laughs> i don't remember my night from about 4 p.m on uh, it is literally all a blur to me. I know I, I remember a couple bits and pieces, but I, I don't remember much. Uh, I was fucked up. Did a lot of Irish card bumps. Yeah, I did a lot of Jameson. I kept getting asked, hey, do you want a shot? And I'm a dummy and I can't say no. So I was like, yeah, sure. I feel great. Let's do it. And I'm then, Irish today. Give me that. The next Jameson. thing I know, I'm waking up Friday night at one in the morning because I'd passed out at 10. I take the longest pee of my life and I'm like, how the fuck did I get home? And I look at my email and I've got a charge from Uber. I don't know how I was coherent enough to get an Uber find it in a crowded area and get home and like I, I don't know how it happened i really don't know but i made it second Here nature just kicks in man you know? i think it really is Survivor i have mode. like i have like a guardian angel when i'm drinking he's just like guiding me home uh but that's the beauty of uber is i, I can get it's called tara that's what it is. No, it is yeah she was actually way more sober than me <laughs> now that i think about it but either way i got fucked up then we went out for my birthday on saturday Oof. i got really fucked up that was, it was a, just very, a bad weekend was a very for me. drunk night so unfortunately i had to miss the grapevine again um but you could check them out Friday nights, 6 to 8. Money's Crazy Mind, 8 to 10. Uh, Saturdays, you start off with unscripted 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. You've got sometimes Dave, sometimes Chipper, sometimes Adam. It's, a, it's a, just a smorgasbord. They had a lot of people of, on their of, show last Saturday. Yeah, they, that's, the, that's the one cool thing. I'll give them credit for their show. Uh, absolutely. is it's, it's different all the time. You've got different varieties of guests. You've got different varieties of topics. You've got different hosts sometimes. You never know who's going to be there. Um, you never know what's going to be talked about. That's the one cool thing. So check them out early on Saturdays. I I kind of watched with like one eye as I was kind of struggling to stay awake on uh, Saturday morning. I'm not going to lie to you. But they had a good show. They had Chico Borman, right? Yeah. They from, had also uh, a country star in there too, a country music Yeah, they had person, a country singer. They had Chico from previously of 92.3 yep. getting some decent guests. Um, after them, uh, 4th and 15 with Mel and Smooth. You got that show always to look forward to. Another sports show talking about balls. Steeler fan. So little different perspective and they don't rub it in by calling their show their show steel city like look yeah. at us he's just a normal football fan I, that's what i like about mel um 
You've also got TMI, Too Much Information, and Comedy and Cocktails with Jen Jen. Uh, Saturday nights, TMI is from 10 to midnight, Comedy and Cocktails with Jen Jen from 8.30 to 9.30. On Sundays, when the football season rolls on, you've got Steel City running late from 10-ish till 12. You've got Medium Ratchet 6 to 7, Loud and Local from 7.30 to 8.30. Mondays, the only off night for Redline Radio. It's vacation night. It is. That's where everybody, that's our, uh, uh, what's the word? The sab- not sabbatical. The What's the word where you day take of the rest. day off? Yeah, whatever. I don't know. Church Sunday? Yeah, but there's a word for it. I just can't think of it. They always say like we don't work on the Sabbath. Su- Sabbath. That's it. That shows you how much fucking religion <laughs> shit I know. Um, but Tuesdays, you've got our boy Tim Buck Tuesday, and you never know where he's gonna be. You never know what time he's gonna be on, but most of the time he's gonna be six to eight. A couple weeks ago, he was at the comedy awards downtown at Playhouse Square doing a show. That was fucking awesome. Honestly, Tim, props to you. That was so cool. That was really really a good show and really just exciting to just do a, a red carpet thing like that. That was really cool. Something I don't know of anyone at Redline has ever done before. So I, I really give you credit for that. That was awesome. I appreciate uh, it. It was definitely really fun. Uh, it was nice to see everybody too. Man. Yeah. And like you, you, we talked about it before. You said you got to meet new people. You got to talk to old friends, you know, people you've met through comedy, people you had never met yet. And now you're friends. Like it's just a great opportunity. You got to expand your brand. You get to get to know people. Awesome experience. I'm so happy you got to do that. Uh, yesterday you had a great show. Also, you had a lot of artists on your show. You had four of them, I think, right? Yes, sir. Hey, you had four people on. The show started at like 4.30. Um, caught me off guard. I told him before you got here, Kyle, I, my phone went off and said Tim Buck Tuesday. And I'm like, it's fucking six already. And it was only 4.30. So uh, threw me off. I'm not going to lie. You got me. But another great show. Tim's killing it Tuesday nights. Check him out. More Normally six to eight. Um, and you've also got live on location with Gary Wenner spinning the fucking hits from six to ten. He'll play whatever you want. He was sick a couple weeks ago. I hope he's feeling better. Uh, I hope he's up to speed. I know a lot of people, there's been some illnesses going around, so I hope he's okay. Uh, Broad Street South is back. I saw them posted on there the other day, so it's great to see Angel doing his shit. Uh, now that sports are, you know, picking up, you got the NBA playoffs, you got baseball getting ready to start up, and he's, of course, a big Eagles fan, so you got football, free agency. His Eagles did lose a Super Bowl, so I don't blame him for taking a month or two off. Uh, Wednesdays, you've got Cleveland's finest from four to six. Right before us. Right before us. Their show is really cool. Check them out. They'll talk about anything. Um, their background's really cool. They put a lot of effort into the production and everything. They do a really good job. So check them out. Tell them talking about balls sent you. And then you've got talking about balls from seven to nine right after them. Of course, you guys already knew that on Thursdays, you've got that guy, dub. You never know where he's going to be from three to four on Thursday afternoons. Then you've got money's crazy soundtrack from five to seven exclusively at redlineradio.com. And you've got club pizzle. Actually broad street South comes on first. Eight to eight to nine Broad Street South on Thursdays live on location. And you've got Club Pizzle. All right, I got the dates. Look at the fucking thing. It's all messed up. Lee, damn it, Lee. Fix those. Oh, Lee. My bad, Lex. I apologize. Lex, of course, kicks off the Thursday evening at seven to eight. Then Don P comes on 8 30 to 9 30. I was going up when I was reading because that's how it starts with dub. I just got caught up in my shit there. But I know Lex starts at seven, obviously. And Don P. Good seeing you. We ran into him at the charge game a couple yeah. of weeks ago. So that was really nice to talk to him. He's a season ticket holder. So it's really cool to see, you know, people giving support. And Don's a great guy. So check out all those shows. Redline Radio, fully loaded all the time. You're not going to miss anything. Any day of the week, there's a show. So check it out. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in because I'm, I'm gonna throw you off guard because we're going right into it. So Fitch Trash Bin Cleaning is the hotline if you want to call in tonight. We want to hear some opinions. You guys, we're talking about the Browns free agency. Yeah, we're talking about we're talking about we're going to talk about some NFL moves coming up here. NBA, call in, give us a talk. Let us know what you're thinking too. But I hey, want I, you know what? I, how about we do this? Ooh. 
Oh, my bad. Oh, I, I was going to go right into the ads, but well, Parker. no, we can. But I have a suggestion Got for it. the call in. All right. So we talked earlier. I, this is going to give people time to think about it. I I told you that the the big rumor is where where do you rate or what grade do you give yeah, Andrew Barry, Barry right now? Guys in the comments, tell us which which you grade him. Let me know what you think of Andrew Barry so far in this free agency. Obviously, the draft hasn't happened, but this off season to this point, what grade do you give him? Let's see it. If you're watching out there and you want to interact, by all means, do call, it. Call, tell us in the messaging, whatever you want to do. And they're going to but, call that number. Yep. Fitz I, trash bin cleaning number is 440-444-7251. Not only is it the hotline for Studio 2, Fitz trash bin cleaning LLC is also an official sponsor of the show and Redline Radio, not our show, but Redline Radio, who's part of Red. Yeah, anyways. Uh, trash bin cleaning and pressure washing, I'm going to have to probably give them a call because I am knee deep in trash in my house right now, trying to clear out the garage, and I'm gonna have to pressure wash that garage once I'm done because we found some lovable creatures walking around inside there. But if you want Fitch Trash Bin Cleaning to come out and clean those dirty trash cans, give them a call today, four four zero seven five two one five three three. They're locally owned and operated. They're on the west side. They're actually out of North Ridgeville, where I live at. If you mention Redline Radio today, book your service, you get ten percent off your first service. Guys, check them out. Now. The ad I want to read is about a place we're going to be in a couple of weeks. Yes. April 5th, we're here to promote. We are going to be at Lucy's Pub. They've changed their names more time than Prince, but they are officially Lucy's Pub. And you can check them out. 2218 Broadview Road, Cleveland, Ohio, United States, 44109. Michelle and the staff at Lucy's are always committed to giving their guests the best experience. Join them every Friday for karaoke and, of course, all your hometown games. Give them a call, 216-675-0013. They have changed their hours. They're now opening up early. They are now staying open later. They have tonight, Wednesdays, is men's night, so men get free drinks, uh, deals on food. They have. Oh, we're going to get free drinks? That's the, not. I mean, it may not be free, we but you get show discounted. Sure, boobs. boobs. I think you got to show something else on men's oh, night. Yeah. Ladies' night is the boob night. I don't really know what, what you got to do to get the drinks, but I know they do have ladies' night. They've got men's night. They've got. You know, different things every night of the week. Karaoke, they're playing the games. They've got great food. Tim was just telling us before the show started, they've changed their menu again. Now they have an actual chef bringing in soul food. They still have the tacos. Don't get me wrong. The tacos were really good. They I got were the taco pizza. Yeah. That was phenomenal. Um, but they now have soul food. Tim was telling us he got the collard greens. He was getting some wings. They have mac and cheese that he cannot wait to dive into next time we're there. Uh, and then next time we're there is going to be April 5th. And we want all of you to join us. If you guys have a little bit of free time, which I'm sure you do, it's a Wednesday night. If you're going to spend it here on Facebook watching with us, come see it in person. We're only going to do an hour, and then we're going to hang out with everybody and do have some drinks afterwards. It'll be a good time. So do that on April 5th. All right, so this next sponsor of the show, we need to have a serious conversation. Mm -hmm. Uh, I need you to uh, please check your Facebook messages, check your voicemail, give me a call back because I reached out to you a couple weeks ago. Wiggins Construction Home Improvement. I love mentioning you by name, but we we got to talk. Um, I got I got a huge thing we need to get done in my house this this year, and I, I would love to give you guys the business. Um, please, if you get a chance to see this ad that I'm going to give to you right now, let, let's talk. Oh, we went right to voicemail. What? Jamie said he tried to call and went to voicemail. Bet. Try it again. Um, anyways, bathrooms, kitchens, windows, door siding, much more, residential or commercial. Give Will a call today, 440-731-7654. Tell him Team Redline sent you. I will try calling again this week, but guys, we got to have a serious call. Look at me. I'm looking at you. Looking at me. I'm looking at you. Let's let's talk. Uh, now, in a couple of weeks here, the next time you'll be hearing from us is April 1st. That's the night of Kyle's party. Uh, there's going to be a lot of beer beer getting drank there. Yes. A lot of it. So Lots of alcohol. Happen? We do have a caller now. Oh, we do? Well, let me finish this ad read, and then we can go to him. 
my bad. They can sit on the line. I don't care. Just be quiet. <laughs> uh, but at Kyle's house, there's going to be a lot of beer drinking. So there's going to be a lot of pissing. And where does piss go? Most usually in the backyard if at a party. But if you are in the bathroom, you're flushing it down the drain. There could be some drainage issues. Could be. <clears throat> Who are you going to call? Smith's Train Service, LLC. LLC. Smith's Train Service is your local cleaning experts, specializing in main sewer lines, bathtub, laundry lines, septic lines, kitchen sink lines, floor drains, and downspouts, and so, so much more. Family owned and operated, you can call Smith's Train Service today at 440-242-8704. And let's go to the phone. We have a caller. Thank you for calling the Fitz Trash Bin Hotline. I'm going to help you. They hung up. Okay, fair enough. Did not like my ad read. Um, I would say try calling again, maybe third time's the charm. But now that we're going back into the show, it, it'll be a little more appropriate to call. Don't call during ads, people. What is this? What is this? <laughs> this is Bush League. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> anyway, yeah, if, if we got a call again, okie dokie. Hello, caller. Welcome to talking about balls. Luke, I am your father. <laughs> I'm expecting it to be Ghostface at this point. Can't Some real bad technical here. difficulties tonight. There hey, we there go. he is. What's up, Jamie? Can you hear us? Hello? Hello? Barely. You can barely hear us. Well, how about you just yeah. give us your question or comment, and we will... Tell us your grade on Andrew Barry. We will react. On Andrew Barry? Yeah, what do you think well, he's... How, how, how do you think he's done so we... far this offseason? I think he's loaded up the defense. What, what, what do you think? Yeah, I'm excited about that D-line. Hell yeah. <clears throat> but the one thing I got to say is they need to keep Newsom and Ward in man. I, I think Schwartz will do season. that. I think Schwartz Don't will do that. Care. Schwartz isn't much of a because, zone guy. Uh, it's it's the defensive pressure is going to get to the quarterback, make them make bad decisions, and that's where the man coverage is going to be great. And I agree. I think Ward and, uh, yeah. and Newsom are their man cover corners. Every time Ward gets hurt, he is in zone. Yeah, he's out of position. True. He's trying All, to he's, he's trying, trying to, to make close these crazy gap, tackles. Yeah. Trying to exactly. catch up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and it drives me nuts. And I just I bought. If I could have well, drove to Cleveland and punched the D coordinator in the face, I would have. Luckily, we don't have to worry about him anymore. <laughs> he is long so gone. Were you pumped about the Schwartz Thank signing? God. Were you Were you pumped about getting Schwartz as yeah, the D coordinator? Yeah, I think he's going to be a great replacement okay, for Kevin go. Stefanski. God, that's. I want <laughs> you to know that's we, not we, happening. We by set the way. that up for you, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> If it gets to the point where Stefanski's fired, maybe Schwartz would be the interim head coach for half a season, and then it's a fucking total rebuild. So don't get too attached to any well, of these look, coaches if, if, if things go south. I don't get attached to coaches. We're in Cleveland, bro. <laughs> That's true. I'm attached to Stefanski. I love that guy. <laughs> I know you do. It was a lot like me with uh, going into year four with a uh, longest with Baker Mayfield. My lifetime, you can't see his faults. You you like? Oh yeah, that's right. You like Baker Mayfield? I forgot about that. Yeah, I still do. I mean, but, uh, he's on his fourth team. He'll still be a good backup great. somewhere. Yeah, he'll he'll battle for Kyle Trask in the starting position in Tampa. That'll be a sight to see. <laughs> <laughs> I think he beats Trask. He should. He better. He was the fucking number one <laughs> overall pick. <laughs> but I'm excited for the possibilities of this team this yep. year. It's a typical April and conversation only... we have. We're always excited. But I mean, April. that to me, that I I. I I give Andrew Berry credit for also bringing in the new defensive coordinator, for bringing in uh, Bubba Ventrone. So not only are his picks yeah. or his signings so far really good, the trade really good, he's also bringing in coaches because he's he's looking at what was wrong and he's but, fixing it. Yeah. Because yeah, these the defensive tackles. going to make is Stefanski. It's not, <laughs> if, if Stefanski goes, Berry goes with him. Those two are a package deal. You know that. 
What's your quick guess? What's your early April pit? What's your April of uh, record guess right now? It's way too early, but what do you got? Way too early record mm. prediction. Correct me if I'm wrong, but we play 18 games now, right? Correct. Well, seven. Seven. Okay. I'm seven. Go Thirteen and five. Well, you want to go thirteen and four? Yeah, they play seven. 17. They play seventeen games, so eighteen. Oh, no, you're right. Shit, thirteen and four. <laughs> thirteen and four. By week, I'll take it. I'll take thirteen and four, especially yeah. on a fourth place schedule yeah. we're gonna have. So you know, with you know being a Cleveland Browns fan our whole life, we still lose the bye week too. So it's all right. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if you wanted to keep that in there, I would have accepted it. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate the call, buddy. Just put thirteen and five includes bye week. Yeah, I'm, all, like I'm all for that. Something bad will happen. Someone will get arrested or something. So that's a loss. Right. All right, man. But, yeah, thanks for calling. Well, I appreciate it. A gun under the seat or some weed in the back seat. You never know. <laughs> or Watson might get another rub and tug and then shit's over. So we'll see. <laughs> if I was the owner of Cleveland, I'd buy all the Asian massage parlors and shut them down. I feel like he already did, but he <laughs> he, he drives Watson there. They go together. <laughs> all right, man. Have a good night. We'll talk to you later. All right. Yeah, thanks, you dude. Thanks for calling. We'll later, talk guys. to you. Hey, no problem. Bye. All right. With that, we are going to move on to the rest of the NFL. The rest of the NFL has had a, lot a of different very, very busy, busy offseason. And let's talk about some of those moves. So you have, first and foremost, let's talk about it in no particular order. I just jotted these down. Jalen Ramsey traded to the Miami Dolphins. He is gone from Los Angeles. Uh, that was one thing I got really excited for. I'm not going to lie. Maybe it was just wishful thinking and stupidity on my own part, but that's fine. I've, I've been known to do that. Um, as soon as they traded Jalen Ramsey, they kind of made it known they were looking to trade Matthew Stafford. They released Bobby Wagner, like they're dumping salary left and right. I'm going, fuck, can we get Aaron Donald? Can oh, we God. get Aaron Donald? I started getting really excited, but I'm like, there's no fucking way they take him for 42, and we don't have another first-round pick for two years. So I'm thinking, fuck, what are we going to do? How are we going to get Aaron Donald? I'm in my head trying to like piece together a trade. I'm like, who could we add in the trade player wise? Cause we got to match set. Like we got to add some salary in there. And obviously the, the 42nd pick has been traded today. So I think my dream is dead. Could you it's imagine official. a defensive line with Garrett and Donald? On no it? worries, Jamie. It's all good. It's a, it's a Brown show, dude. We need some dogs barking. It's all good. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, th that was all I thought of was <laughs> those two. I'm like, who the fuck do you block? Like, what do you do? <laughs> offensive as a lines line up going, oh, God, what no. do you do as an offense to, to scheme against that? You do nothing. There's nothing you can do. I was so excited for that. Just again, stupid wishful thinking, me getting in my own thoughts and going, well, that's you're on the really mad, cool. You're on the Madden thing trying to make the trade happen. Oh, I was life. on all the trade calculators <laughs> on Google, and I'm like, this, I could, I at one point, you have seven players going to. Like, this to, is going to uh, work. They're just going to have to take everybody. They're trying to get rid of salary, and we're going to give it all right back to them and players that are way less valued than Aaron Donald. Um, so Ramsey or Dolphins, I mean, that does nothing for yeah. Kind I mean, of a slide for trade. me, it's just kind of funny. It just shows you the Dolphins do not give a flying fuck about draft picks. No, uh, they have been trading draft picks left and right. They traded one for last year for Bradley Chubb, then they trade more for for Jalen Ramsey. Get themselves that corner though that they need. I mean, look at how close they were to beating the Bills in the playoffs with uh, Skylar Thompson. I think his name was their their third string quarterback or whatever. Um, that just shows you right there that could have been a fluke. I'm not giving all this praise and saying that Mike McDaniel is some you know, next Bill Belichick. But I think a lot can be said about a coach that can take his team into a playoff game in a hostile environment. You're in Buffalo. This is all after the DeMar Hamlin stuff. There's, you know, emotions are high. The Bills have these high expectations to win the Super Bowl. You go in there and you almost beat him with your third string quarterback. Yeah. I think to me, that's like, holy shit, we're not that far away. So assuming you get to a back, assuming he stays healthy, 
you look at that and you're like, okay, now we add a, I don't really want to call Jalen Ramsey elite. He's age aging. I mean, he's, he's getting older. He's His injuries crest. are happening. He's having trouble staying healthy. Uh, not as dominant as he used to be, which is going to happen. Age, age is a real thing. Father time is a real thing for most people in the, in, in sports, especially. Um, but it's a good move for them. Again, I don't think he's an elite lockdown solid, like, you know, game changing corner, but I think that's a huge acquired piece. And again, you already traded for Bradley Chubb. You've got a pretty good defense to begin with uh, adding these pieces. I think it's huge. So I like the trade for them. I think it's good. That's just a team that made the playoffs, a team that wants to improve. That's going to hopefully have a healthy quarterback next year. You're just adding more pieces on that team. And I think it's a great move. You really can't go wrong. I, I don't know. I just, I don't think it does anything. I mean, I know I get, the, I get the talent. I get it. I, I think their odds of, of winning a championship pretty much stayed the same after they made that trade. I think they just kind of looked at it though as mostly too is like they obviously your your main goal is to win a Super Bowl, but at the end of the day too, you're also trying to win your division. That's that's the first step into making the playoffs, uh, or into winning a Super Bowl, I should say. You want to win your division. Getting the wild card is great, but you want to win your division. That should be every team's step one uh on the board. So they have to go up against Stefan Diggs. Yep. Gabe Davis. They've got to go up against Garrett Wilson, now Alan Lazard, um, now Nicole Hardman probably getting the ball thrown to them from Aaron Rodgers. I guess maybe time will tell if that trade's actually going to happen. It looks like it is, but it's uh there's a major holdup from what I'm seeing. I mean, they're hoping it happens because they're loading up on an offensive uh, receiving core right now. Yeah, uh, <laughs> they're loading up. But, I mean, I, I made a joke with my buddies that are Jets fans, but I kind of mean it. If you look around, they pretty much have the best fantasy bench in pro sports. Their starting wide receivers are all fantasy bench guys. Garrett Wilson was good last year, not a consistent start. I had him in a league. Alan Lazard, even on the pay, the Packers, wasn't a consistent starting kind of guy. Nicole Hardman, not a consistent starting guy. So they don't have a stud wide receiver. Garrett Wilson's good, could be great with Aaron Rodgers. Could be. <laughs> There's a burp. You guys haven't heard that in a couple of weeks. Um, I heard him a lot last week. But I'm worried, or not worried, but I'm concerned about Aaron Rodgers and his, his age and how he played. Last year was his worst year as a pro could be declining could have just been a fluke year i don't really know what to look at it i just love the far path 2.0 we're taking 100 he's going to the jets probably for a year then he's gonna go to minnesota. minnesota um but yeah the the rumor is obviously the jets are going to be trading for aaron Rodgers. it's just a matter of compensation and that's the funny thing too is like this trade if you look at people that cover the nfl they're saying the browns stole elijah moore in this trade and getting that third round pick basically mostly because the the packers were like you need to give us a better second round pick. And they were like, all right, well, let's acquire one really quick. So they called up the Browns and said, Hey, you interested in Elijah Moore? And he's like, we want 42. All right, give me 74 back and you can have it. <laughs> so and they were like, you think Fuck. the Jets were desperate and wanted to 100% because they need to get this ammunition because it would be how embarrassing for the Jets. If they don't get the, what did he say? Jamie? I bet the he Jets. said he bet on the Jets Super Bowl. Oh, Jesus. I mean, they have a good defense. I'll give them that. Offensively, a lot to be desired. You've got young, you've got a young wide receiver in Garrett Wilson who's good. Their tight ends suck. They've got fucking CJ Uzama and uh I forgot the other guy. I don't even know his fucking name. It's not even worthy of, of remembering. Um he bet Texans Cardinals Super Bowl five dollars pays out 50k. You could have just gave me the 10 bucks, dude. If you just wanted to <laughs> if you wanted to piss away ten dollars, I could have told you a better place to spend it. Jets Cardinals, um, huh? Wow. Well, Jets, I kind of get. If they get Aaron Rodgers, their odds are going to shoot up. But the, it was Houston and, and the Cardinals. That's crazy to me. Um, but, yeah, so they're, they're going to trade for him. And, and 
Garrett Wilson's okay. Tyler Conklin, that's their other tight oh, end. Yeah. Not very good. Um, Alan Lazard, was it just a bad year in Green Bay, or is he just not a great wide receiver Did the Jets make anymore? that signing based on what rumor Aaron Rodgers said you have to I believe, 100%. I believe Aaron Rodgers. The joke, the joke that got Aaron Rodgers, not even a joke, the thing that got Aaron Rodgers really pissed off was there were media people coming out and saying he has a wish list. Yeah. Or not a wish list. I'm sorry. They called it a demands list. He told teams, I want this guy. I want this guy. I want Alan Lazard. I want you to sign Randall Cobb. I want you to sign this guy. And then he came out. And he's like, I, I, I don't have that. That's ridiculous. That's absurd. Um, but then it went but out. Here we are. They, they, they have Alan Lazard. Yep. Uh, my buddy literally just texted me. He's a Jets fan 10 minutes ago. And he says, source, Jets interest in Odell Beckham described to me as very real. He and Aaron Rodgers are close and have discussed playing together in New York. So basically, Rodgers wants OBJ, but he doesn't have a wish list or a demands list. Why would he? That would be crazy. I feel like it's like we're we're starting to get this all-star team together, and it worked out for the Rams. I mean, they got a lot of big pieces that year, and they won a Super Bowl. So I don't know. That defense isn't bad either. I mean, be honest. No, the defense isn't bad, but Sauce Gardner's a good corner. So you've got your Jalen Ramsey piece, if you will. Quinn and Williams is a good defensive tackle, has some injury history, but he's nowhere near Aaron Donald, so I wouldn't compare those two. Uh, their linebackers stink. Their safety stink uh, in in New York. Whereas the the linebacking core and the defensive ends, et cetera, were all very good. In maybe in, you're just hoping to outscore the uh, the other team. And that's the thing. <laughs> now you're bringing in Rodgers. Whereas the Rams brought in Matthew Stafford, but Matthew Stafford was in his 30s. Aaron Rodgers is in his 40s. Aaron Rodgers is coming off the worst year of his career. So it's it's a tough sell. I mean, for me, it's it's nervous. It kind of shows me that. Teams more nowadays know when a player is aging and not going to be as good, so they move on. Look at look at uh, uh, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson last year, as Browns fans, before the Watson trade, we were like, I would take Russell Wilson here. Give me, give me, he's an upgrade. He's an upgrade over Baker. Went to Denver, sucked. Coach got fired. Was it a fluke? Will he be better with Sean Payton? I don't know. Have you seen, do you, have you read the stories on him over He's in a fucking weird Some dude. of the shit that he had happen, like the office upstairs by the coaches, yep. the demands he had, certain things he had to I have mean, When done. I saw the video of him where he puts his headphones on, he just goes out into the center middle field and he just spins around like a fucking weirdo. That's it. I'm done with this guy after something like that. How he does the, the lunges on the plane in the aisle while people are trying to sleep. He's um, that guy. He is. Which is, if you do that and you're Tom Brady or you're leading your team, you're, you're Patrick Mahomes, do it. The other guys are going to shut the fuck up and let you do it. When you have a season like Russell Wilson just had, you can't do that. What, what's the what's the saying out in Denver? Uh, let's ride. Yeah, let, let's ride. And the other one, uh, let's cook. That's one of my buddies and I always say. Let's um, cook. But no, going well. So a lot of times, again, teams will let guys go because they know it's the end, and they're just trying to get as much as they can for them. Watch, um, watch Love go out there and have a hell of a year this year. I, it's going to be hard with no receivers to throw to, but still. I have no faith in Jordan Love. I've seen the guy play in plenty of garbage time. I've seen him fill in for Aaron Rodgers with for injury, and he's just not very good. I just don't think he's going to get better. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, that's the rumor, though. Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. It's now up to just fine compensation and finalizing the trade. Uh, again, how funny would it be, though, if the Jets – do all these signings. They, they, it's obviously it's, it's news. Everyone knows it's, it's the, the worst kept secret. And then they don't end up even getting him. Right. Like they, the, the Packers just kind of say, you know, what? go fuck yourself. No, we're not giving this it to Zach him. Wilson's like, sweet. I got new toys. Yeah, hey, I'm back here. I get to start again. <laughs> um, what did Jamie say there? I'm sorry. I missed something. It. Uh, Rogers on shrooms. Oh yeah. Rogers is out there getting all fucked up, doing ayahuasca silent retreats. And that's the one thing I joke with my, my jets fans. I'm like, this dude spent a week in darkness to come out and be like, I think I want to be a jet, which means he just loves the darkness because it doesn't get much better with the jets. 
I like busting their balls about that. But interesting move if he ends up going there. Again, you don't know which version of Aaron Rodgers you're going to get. Um, I know the offensive coordinator is, uh, I think it's Nathaniel Hackett, who is his top guy. Like Aaron Rodgers is really excited to play for him again. So maybe they get it back to there. Maybe don't. I don't know. Uh, my friends are Jets fans, and I'm a bitter person. I do not want my friends' teams winning. So fuck him. I hope he goes and they get the oldest, shittiest version of Rodgers. Even though I love the guy. I am now accepting that he's old. He's over the hill. Is this he the year retire. you're not going to pick Rogers for MVP? 100%. No, no chance. There's no <laughs> way. There's no way that's happening. Um, but yeah, that's the, the hot rumor there for Rogers. Some things that have happened that are not rumors. I mentioned earlier, Orlando Brown going to Cincinnati, the offensive lineman. That's a huge get for them. Protecting Joe Burrow has been an issue for Cincinnati for years. And now they finally have it. Well, part of it. You still can get sacked a lot though. Yeah, I mean, he's still going to get hit. Uh, Orlando Brown, I think, is a good signing, but at the same time, it's one of those things of... you got four other spots in that line that need help. Yeah, the offensive line, it can only be so good. You're only as good as your weakest link in an offensive line. So unless they improve every other spot, it's not great. Um, <coughs> but uh, since he doesn't give a shit about their players anyways, you see the offseason grades, and then you see them trying to drop the uh, the union thing or whatever down there. Cincinnati is a hotbed mess right now. Yeah, we didn't even get a chance to talk about that. Yeah. So... Some shit came out with the NFL Players Association, and um, oh, I think we're back. Tara was texting me saying that the video is freezing. We're moving. Um, but the NFL Players Association came, and they basically let players describe the experience with certain teams. Yeah. And the worst-rated teams so far for for being a player for, the Cincinnati Bengals, the, I think, what, I, what did I read? They don't even have phone chargers in their locker no. rooms. They... I think the meals are horrible. They don't their get weight free room meals. Small. Their weight room, like all the training facilities and yeah. shit is small and outdated because the owner's not putting any money into it. So not a great place for players to go. Um, but it, I mean, it worked for Orlando Brown, which whatever, more money M- talks. Money, yeah, I say money talks. <laughs> and then the other one is the Arizona Cardinals. They have to pay for each meal. They don't even get free food for being on the team. They don't get, they don't have free Wi-Fi on the planes. Like a lot of little things. That they, they got to pay for that grass, man. They, they it, it, it makes you sound like a diva. Like, it's funny for us to talk about this as we're working class guys and we're like, this guy, this team sucks. They're not even giving them free Wi-Fi. <laughs> like, I know it's funny to hear that, hear us saying that, but when you're a professional athlete, that those are things that I assume you expect. Yeah. So to not get those things, it probably is. Especially have to pay for your own meals. Like, dude, I, I work for you. I, I yeah. put my, my body on the line every week. It's, Give me a it, hot dog. And think about the difference too, is like, it's not you and I getting free food and like yeah. getting, you know, meals for our work. Cause we would just do like normal meals, breakfast, lunch, dinner. That's it. These guys are professional athletes. They need to eat so much. Like they have diets they're on where they have to eat a certain amount of right. carbs in a day, a certain amount of protein, things like that. They're eating all day and all night. That's gotta be expensive for oh, players. Absolutely. I would think, especially look at some big ass offensive linemen or defensive linemen. You, you have to eat all day during the season to keep that weight on and to stay in shape. I saw the thing that said, or Joe Thomas talked about it. He said he used to lose like 20 pounds in a day during, um, two days. For, for training camp, you're out the heat twice a day, sweating your ass off. He said he would lose 20, 20 pounds a day. They're not all millionaires, though, Jamie. Think about that. There are a handful on the teams, but there are a lot of lower-level guys that have to go join the team at the facility that are only making – I know it's – I say only. <laughs> They're only making 150000 But the league minimum, yeah, it's a, it's six figures. Yeah. But now you're paying for your ridiculous – diet that you have to be on and you're trying to Plus support a family basic and pay things for food. exactly these 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 it's teams the NFL. make a shit ton of money the owners are billionaires and you're crying saying they're not crying but you're saying the the guys making t- hundreds of thousands and millions need to pay for everything yeah. 
I think the billionaire needs to pay for it. Call me crazy. When you buy a business, you're buying all of it. So I think you should pay them. I think it's a shit move by them. And I'm glad it's happening to the Bengals because they're a fucking shit team in a shit city with a shit stadium. <laughs> and their owner sucks. He's cheap. He's not going to pay Joe Burrow in and a couple Cincinnati of years. And Cincinnati is actually it. part of Kentucky, so it doesn't matter anyway. Technically, it is. It's northern Kentucky. It's not even Ohio. Um, it shouldn't even be salary-based. Because then guys would be like, an agent would literally put it into a contract of like, all right, I don't want to make more than this. If it's like, let's say hypothetically, they say the cutoff is 800,000, then go, all right, I'll take 800. I don't want a million because I won't eat. I won't have to pay for the food. Yeah. Like, there's little ways around it, but it's just annoying. They just pay for the food. The, the tier system, like your parents paid for lunches back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know who the poor kids are if you got the free lunches. So it's like, oh, you don't want to be that kid. <laughs> I was that kid. <laughs> I think I got some lunch tickets one a couple of years when I was in elementary school. I didn't eat lunch when I grew up. Damn, it was that bad for Kyle. I'm too old. He he went to school in Cincinnati. They didn't give lunch. <laughs> here's an here's an apple. Fuck that shit. Yeah, nobody wants that. Uh, Derek Carr officially made it official to the Saints. We all kind of knew that one was coming. He uh, was released by the Vegas Raiders. He went and met with the Jets a couple times. He met with a couple teams. Uh, overall, though, met with the Saints. <coughs> Said it went well, and he ended up signing there, which I kind of thought didn't Winston resign too. He did. He said he wanted to stay and be the backup. Interesting. Um, it's a weird situation, though, because we get to see if Derek Carr was the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, Jamie. He burned you on that one. That was pretty good. <laughs> um, but we get to see, was Derek Carr really the problem in Vegas? Because they're really trying to point the finger at him. I don't know. I mean, he's got Derek Carr 2.0 with Jimmy, Jimmy G, so I guess we'll see what I, happens. He's got a lesser version, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, maybe. Yeah, Derek Carr still. at least had a season where he looked like an MVP. I Jimmy mean, it's, G has never I done meant that. It's, like it's more of like a side No, I agree move. completely. I mean, there's, it was almost like a lateral to maybe below, a little bit under, a below move. I, th I think Carr is going to cook down in, in, uh, in uh, New Orleans, though. I'm really curious to see how he works down there in the Dome. Uh, I know we had one in Vegas, too, but a much better defense in, in New Orleans. A better offense, I think. Yeah. I mean. I love Devontae Adams, don't get me wrong, but you now have Michael Thomas, you've got Chris Olave, you have uh, Taysom Hill, you've got uh, uh, Alvin Kamara, yep. you've got a pretty decent all, offensive all line. All came back and signed new contracts with the Yeah, team. they're all staying, they're yep. all sticking around. They're excited so. to play with them too, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what that team does this year. Yeah, it should be a fun team, and the other thing too that's really working in their favor is that division sucks. Mm, yeah, uh, very gettable. Now that Tom Brady retired and Baker Mayfield, of course, we said it earlier, Tom uh, Baker Mayfield, I didn't even make a note of that signing. It's it not shows you how little talk, I care not about. Not even it. worth talking about. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, Tampa Baked? I like that. That's good. <laughs> Tampa Bay Buccaneers have, he, he did sign. Baker Mayfield signed to be the, I guess, QB1A. He, it, they're not even giving him the starting job. That shows you how low the I NFL love, thinks I love that he guy. had to point out that he was not Tom Brady, by the way. Yeah, he's like, like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here Brady. to be Tom Brady. Well, Thanks. no shit. We were worried for a second. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they didn't even promise him the starting position, which is fair, but they did tell him he has to compete with Kyle Trask to be the number two or the number one quarterback. So interesting to keep an eye on down there. Uh, overall, though, they got rid of a lot of talent. They lost uh, Leonard Fournette, which was a huge part of their offense. They do still have Mike Evans. They still have Chris Godwin. Uh, excuse me. They still have Chris Godwin. Um, they've got some players. Defense is okay. But if you couldn't win a Super Bowl or do anything productive with Tom Brady at quarterback last year, you're not going to do it changing. with Baker Mayfield and losing talent this year. So, I think the Buccaneers are going into a rebuild type mode. Uh, the the Falcons, I don't really know what to make of them. Their quarterback situation is iffy. Desmond Ritter, they drafted him. Are they high on him enough to not he take had another? Some flashes of okay last he year. He looked but... okay at times, but again, is somebody you're going to really rely on? Um, 
so they 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 ended up signing Jesse Bates to a huge fucking contract. I know money, that was another talks. that was a rumor for Browns fans was Jesse Bates would be a Cleveland Brown if the money was right. But I knew I, I had a feeling that one wasn't gonna happen. It was way too much money. Um he 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 left Cincinnati for a reason. I feel like if they were gonna offer him a lower contract, he would just stay and take a hometown discount to play on the team that he's been with for the last, you know, five years or whatever. He wasn't gonna go to Cleveland to be like, oh, I'll I'll take a pay cut to go play our division rival. I, it just doesn't happen in the NFL, guys. Money what's, talks. What's that syndrome when you're you gray? Do we have grayscale right now? Yeah, from Game of Thrones. What's that? I forget what that disease was. Sounds about right. Yeah, we'll be all right. I, I thought the same thing. I'm like, are we in black and white? Kind of. It's the red. It's making us pop. Yeah, I'm messing with it. I'm trying to get it right. Oh, it's, it's all okay. Good. I, I, it's I, funny. Yeah, I noticed it too. It's <laughs> I'm funny. like, am I am I going to pass out? I feel very pale right now. Yeah, I don't feel well. Am <sighs> I? I'm traveling back into the time to the 50s. We're black and white. <laughs> That's not good for Tim if we go back in the 50s. Things were not great for his kind of people there. <laughs> Just a heads Just up. say I was probably in the house, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, okay. But, yeah, so you got Baker down in the south. You've got the, the Falcons. I don't really think they're really a contender. And then the Carolina Panthers, as we mentioned earlier. Could be interesting. Teased. They have traded for the number one overall pick where with from the Chicago Bears. So they, I think, by gun to my head, they are taking – uh cj stroud yes gun to my head today the pan the panthers sent like 16 representatives to the ohio state pro day today the most by far by any team well they the one team sent 16 people i think so it was something like that does it take 16 people to see that he's a good quarterback no but it was probably <laughs> let's all introduce ourselves got to it. our future pick got it um so they did that i mean there were other teams like i think the seahawks sent like 10 or 12 or 8 something like that it was up there they were like top five for people, teams that sent representatives. I think but Stroud's going to have a good uh, good NFL career. I think he's a really good Ohio State quarterback. I know I'm, I'm not a diehard Ohio State fan, so don't act like I'm praising everybody that's ever come out. Um, but I thought Justin Fields was going to have a really good chance at being a very good NFL quarterback, and he's kind of working his way into that. Uh, I think his first year, again, I don't really count it. Matt Nagy kind of fucked him. Uh, last year, they did him no favors. They didn't get him any help on the offensive line. They didn't get him help wide receivers until late in the season they traded for chase claypool which this isn't madden i know a lot of like the steeler fans don't get me wrong great trade for them that's the 32nd overall pick now with the the dolphins having a suspended pick um or a uh forfeited pick so it's technically a first round pick almost if you want to look at it that way for chase claypool great trade but they're bashing it like oh this guy sucks we're glad we traded him he only had a half a season to try to mesh with the quarterback i think give it some time now they add dj uh uh more DJ Moore. I almost called him DJ Shark. I'm like, that's not him. Different player. Um, they get DJ Moore from the trade with the Panthers with the number one pick. I, do you think do you think they fleece the Panthers? Um yes. <laughs> I've I've seen, I think I said one to you. I've seen so many like just joke memes. Uh, like just when someone calls up and says, Yeah, I need a trade, yeah, and make out the most outrageous offer ever, and they take well. It. I think the issue was there was probably a lot of people trying to get that number one pick. They knew the Bears weren't taking a quarterback. The Bears are content with Justin Fields. They're going to roll with him again. So they everyone everyone and their brother knew that they were not going to stay there. So it became a bidding war. Mm -hmm. And the bidding war then is who's going to up the ante. And when the Panthers probably had a similar package to a team like the Colts or the Seahawks trying to move up to that number one spot, they can't include a DJ Moore. Yeah. They probably didn't, you know, the Seahawks didn't call an offer DK Metcalf and say, hey, we'll take this package and DK Metcalf. And I'm sure they would have taken it. No other team was willing to offer that extra player, and I think that a player of DJ Moore's caliber, I mean, that dude's like a top 10 wide receiver yeah. possibly, it top could, 15. It could be a very interesting year for him in Chicago. I'm curious to see what he does with uh, Fields. And for a team kind of like the Browns, for a team that's extremely wide receiver needy, like yeah. the Chicago Bears, you're getting offered 
a guy who's better than anybody in the draft. You take that offer. It's no different than the Panthers doing or the, the Bears taking this trade from the Panthers than the Browns taking it for Elijah Moore, except obviously the caliber of player Elijah or DJ DJ Moore is a stud. Um, but good trade. I think they just offered, they've gave him the best offer. So yeah. they took it. Um, some other shit that went down. Uh Javon Hargraves goes to San Francisco. That defense just got even better. Uh crazy Scary. to think. It, it's crazy to think that they did that. However, I know you guys love him. Brock Purdy, do we think he continues his success? Do let's we go, think, let's go to the Purdy Master. Over let's here. go to it. So sophomore year. That's what I'm worried about. It's Defenses always, figure him out now. It's always the toughest year for He's got to win the starting job, too. Opinion. I think that'll be easy. Trey Lance sucks. I'm over Trey Lance. I don't even know why they keep him. <laughs> um, I think he'll do a Purdy job. Purdy, Purdy good. <laughs> that's um, your that's your boy right there, Tim. Purdy. It's just I'm with Tim though. I mean, I think about it this way. You have the the Mr. Irrelevant, the last pick of the draft, comes in mid-season because of injuries. No tape on him. Hell Nobody story, knows though. anything about him. I know great story. Doesn't get that injury. Who knows what could have happened against the Eagles? Honestly, if he doesn't get hurt, that was a that was a close game before he got that injury, and then the doors blew open because San Francisco couldn't throw the ball. Um, so you think it's just because nobody had tape on him? You don't think the skills there? I, I, I no, it, the it's, skills it's a there. mixture of both. The, the difference is, is in the NFL, the longer you play, the more tape and the more figured out you are. You have to be. That's what makes players elite. You have to be good enough to surpass that. Yeah, because they know what you're going to do. It's just you have to be able to execute it without them stopping it. I almost still think though that no matter who you put in next to some of the quarterbacks, Shanahan's offense. Yeah, it's great that you're going to do decently well. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, they lost some pieces on offense. They lost some offensive linemen. They lost Mike McGlinkey. Uh, I think they lost Trent Williams or Trent Brown. Yes, I believe so. I no, Williams. Believe, Williams. Yeah, Trent Williams. I think Trent Williams is gone. Those are huge pieces for that offense. Again, you're going to rely um, on that defense than let the other teams Yeah, score. 100%. Your defense, You, I mean, you have Christian McCaffrey. You'll be okay. You've got Debo Samuel. You're going to be fine. Um, George Kittle. So the, their offense is not bad at all by any stretch. But again, losing those offensive linemen are huge when you're running a zone scheme like they do. Especially um, two quarterbacks coming back from injury, too. And, and their offensive line couldn't keep those guys healthy. They yep. couldn't keep Jimmy G. They couldn't keep Trey Lance. They couldn't keep Purdy. They couldn't keep, who's the other one, John Johnson? Josh Johnson? Josh Johnson. They couldn't yes. keep anybody healthy. So now it's got a little worse. But again, the draft is still coming up. I'm not, I don't hold teams accountable for, for their final roster in April by any stretch. Or May, March. Shit, we're not even in April yet. Um, Almost. I'm sure they'll make some moves, though. I'm sure they'll do some things. Uh, earlier, Kyle talked about how he kind of wanted Brandon Cooks for the Browns. That was another move. Brandon Cooks gets traded to the Dallas Cowboys. They alter his contract a little bit. He stays. Talking about the shortest moving trip ever. Yeah. He <laughs> stays in uh, Texas, but just down the street a little bit. Uh, interesting trade. I think Dallas was all in from what I saw. They were looking for a wide receiver heavily. They yeah. were in on DeAndre Hopkins. They were in on anybody that was available, really. Didn't want to take the flyer on Odell, huh? No, Jerry just said, fuck it. And I don't blame him. I would take Brandon Cooks over OBJ. The problem with Cooks, though, is a, a lot of Browns fans love him. Um, he 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 can't stay healthy. He looked really good with Deshaun Watson. He has flashes. He's getting older. Injury history and age, not a good combination. Yeah. Uh, gets a lot of concussions. So for Dallas, it's a, it's a big move. It's good for them. Uh, they already have CeeDee Lamb. They've got Michael Gallup, I think, still under contracts. They've got some decent wide receivers. So All he's not... those moves for a first-round loss. Perfect. More than likely, if they can even make the playoffs in that tough division now. Because uh, that division's only getting better, let's, let's be honest. Um, what does Jamie say? He went to Iowa State. That's why he's Mr. Olive. I think they won the division. 
Maybe. I yeah. mean, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what school you're at. It's it's about what you put on tape and what teams I mean, think shit, of you. Josh Allen went to what San, what North Dakota or South uh, Wyoming. Wyoming State. Yeah, know. yeah. They don't produce quarterbacks. No, I mean, Lamar Jackson went to Louisville. What quarterbacks come out of Louisville that are like like Teddy Bridgewater is the only one I can think of. Uh, and, well, you just named one. <laughs> I, I know that's literally the only one. He's not even that good. He's a backup right now. So it's not like they're great quarterbacks. I don't really think, I mean, school definitely matters, but for me, it's always just been about what you can produce. There's guys that get drafted where I spend a lot of time studying the draft and they will take guys where I go, who the fuck is this? Because teams, teams do their research. They know a player. I mean, to get drafted at all, even though right. you're the last quarterback to get drafted, it still says something. Though. I mean, look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady went to a big school and yeah. still, still. Yeah barely got drafted it's michigan it's whatever yeah i mean technically it's literally it's it's a big i didn't mean they're big and good they have, they have a big toilet big. it's large there. it's a toilet yeah they oh, have yeah. to have a big stadium because they continue to choke they need just they need space for all the bodies um so brandon cooks gets traded to dallas as we mentioned earlier jimmy g to the raiders to the raiders don't wash really of, wash of a trade wash of a signing i mean and, and then they gutted the team they they got rid of darren waller uh they're, tra- they're they lost a lot of talent i got a buddy that who's waller a waller trade is quite interesting I mean, he's had trouble staying healthy. Who knows what he's like in the locker room? I'm not, you know, I don't want to knock the guy. Um, his, but, his his fantasy value took a shit. Oh, big time. He had a horrible year last year. He was a top tight end probably for I mean, a lot of on people. this team, it takes a shit. You're going to a very run-heavy team. Yeah. No, it's, it's, a, it's a weird situation. I feel bad for the guy. Um, but at the end of the day, he's when he was with Baltimore, I think it was years ago on Hard Knocks, he was like a recovering drug addict. Like, he, he had some struggles and demons in his life. So who doesn't do drugs? It happens. Yeah, but you're not supposed to do them that often when oh. you're trying to go to the oh, NFL. I see. Got it. So he's had some demons. Who knows? Maybe Vegas was just a bad spot for him. I did read something, though, that somebody was uh, posted earlier that he had just gotten married. He married a woman that plays in the WNBA on the Las Vegas team. Nice. Just got married and then got traded immediately. Yeah, it's so, New York. It's a big city. Maybe so she'll want to go there, too. That's the funny thing, though, is that she's stuck in Vegas. And now they have to have a long distance marriage because she's going to be under contract for her team. So that kind of sucks. Kind of funny, though. Um, we all know that the kind of marriages last forever, so it's okay. That's true. Um, but yeah, Darren Waller got traded to the Giants. Interesting trade there. Um, that's Kyle's coach of the year last year. <laughs> um, they were a surprise team. They did sign. I called it though, right? They backed the Brinks truck up on, on kind of, I mean, by accident. They <laughs> hey, backed the Brinks I said truck the up name, for the Dimes. name one. I win. <laughs> yeah, the head coach of the Buffalo Bills, Brian Dayball, also known as the head coach of the New York Giants. Double, heard, he double duty it last year. He's in year. New York somewhere, even though technically the Giants are in Jersey. But I digress. Um, yeah, Jimmy G to Vegas. They're they're kind of it's a weird situation going on there. They're somewhat gutting the team. Uh, I I think Josh McDaniels is a fucking idiot. I don't think that's going to work out there, regardless. He got so, his guy though, so no more excuses. He's got yeah, his guy. Kind of. We'll see I what mean, happens. If your guy's Jimmy G, you got a lot of problems. Let's yeah. be honest. Well, I mean, that's what he wanted. He coached him in, in New England, yeah. so he wanted him, him in New England. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, I already mentioned Jesse Bates signs with Atlanta, and I don't think I'm forgetting any except for I want to quick. We'll do what Steel City Running Lates do. They always do a moment of silence. Jacoby Brissett. Okay, that's enough silence. Uh, Jacoby, thank you for everything. Uh, I loved having you here. You were a great teammate. You were you literally. Watching him celebrate after getting a touchdown or a fourth down run or something, you know, a big play was really exciting. I, I really love Jacoby Brissett. He will always be a fan favorite in Cleveland. Um, he'll be a favorite of mine personally. Like I guess that fourth and one run plays out the window this year, huh? I got Josh Dobbs now. He can run. He's a nice little fast running. Uh, I hope to God in week one they did fourth and one they bring in Dobbs. I would love it. <laughs> I just, he needs to bulk up. <laughs> do you understand that Twitter bit. would blow their? It's going to anyway. Minds. I don't care if we don't do it. Here's what'll happen. It'll be fourth and inches, and 
we'll do a QB sneak with Watson. We won't get it. And be like, oh, if we and only had, like, if we should have put in Dobbs. Oh yeah. <laughs> it, it, you can't win. It doesn't matter. It's going to be guys like Jamie who just hate Kevin Stefanski. They find anything they can do to bitch about him. So it's all good. I, I fully expect it. I'm okay with it. I'm, I'm here for it. I have dealt with this shit from you Browns people for years. With he the likes the shit on his face. Bring it. And I love it. I eat it up. I eat pieces of shit like for breakfast in the words of the, the great uh, Shooter McGavin. I just bought that golf towel, by the way. Did you really? Pieces of shit. It's like a Wheaties box. Yeah. This is pieces of shit. That's you not- eat pieces of shit for breakfast. <laughs> I love that movie. Um, but yeah, so Jacoby Brissett signs with the Washington Commanders. Really good situation for him. I think that's a great move. There were a couple, uh, may have been pro football focus or CBS, whoever the fuck. I don't really care. But there was some outlet that posted um, like grades for certain moves. And they had the Tomlinson grade for the Browns, A+. plus. They said that was a phenomenal move for us. And then on that same list, they said the commanders getting Jacoby Brissett was an A-plus for that team. Is because he, that's a great veteran who's quarterback. the quarterback there now? Because they left Wentz is gone, right? Wentz is gone. Tyler Heineke is gone. Uh, it is Sam Howell. So it's it's Brissett's team to lose, basically. Kind of. Sam Howell played in the last game of the season. It looked pretty good. I think they beat Dallas. Um, so it's going to be a competition. Compete. It's going to yeah. be a competition. But Jacoby Brissett competing for a starting job is way more acceptable than Baker Mayfield going to compete for a starting yeah. job against Kyle Trask. That's the funny part. And that's, again, a little knock at a little jab at Jamie there for his little talk about <laughs> Stefanski. Good luck for Baker. Hopefully he beats out Kyle Trask. I won't be watching. Uh, now we switch sports. That was a lot of football, but it's been two weeks. Got to make up for the busiest time. So we got to catch up. That was a lot of shit to talk about. The World Baseball Classic ended yesterday with a 3-2 to win for Japan. Shohei Otani won MVP of the World Baseball Classic. Uh, he came in and, and got the save in the bottom of the ninth, or top of the ninth, technically. Um, but what a great event. That was my first time really paying attention to the World Baseball Classic, if I'm being I, honest. I feel like baseball is chef's kiss. It was, it was huge. The places were sold out. Uh, I can only imagine the viewership was huge. I saw, um, I don't know if it's true or not, but I saw a meme or whatever earlier that said, there was like a 96% of TVs in Japan were tuned into the World Baseball Classic. Oh, I'm Classic. sure it was. I mean, they don't have many TVs over there, so. It, that's that's where they happens. make them. Well, they don't sell them to their own people. They just make them there. That's true. That's right. That's When I mean, they only make 10 cents an hour or yeah. whatever, maybe less than that, they can't afford TVs. They get old CRT TVs. They but can't it did get say signal. 96% of the TVs over there were crazy. tuned into the World Baseball Classic. I, I watched a couple games. I didn't watch every single game, but I watched sure a couple I. games. I didn't really start watching until, I won't lie, over the weekend. I started like we beat Venezuela, uh, we beat uh, Mexico, Cuba, Cuba. Cuba. Uh, those games were great. We were watching it for my birthday Cuba, on Saturday yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. We watched Trey Turner go on a fucking home run streak, uh, making big late inning comebacks. It was just really cool to see that. And then to look at the rosters, I mean, top to bottom, there were a couple. There, there, you literally go from Mookie Betts, you go, um, yeah, Japan, they make shit there too. Um, yeah, that's true. Japan is really nice actually compared to China, but. Uh, you go from Mookie Betts to Mike Trout to Paul Goldschmidt. You just have MVP after MVP after MVP. Yeah. You, it was such a great team. It was fun watching it. Of course, Otani against Mike Trout to end the game last story, night. Was story amazing. Amazing. Uh, two of the two arguably the best players in baseball. Can't wait for that shit talking when they get in the locker room in a week or two here. Yeah. I mean, they said that as the game was about to end. <clears throat> Otani was getting ready to pitch, and they were like, two teammates, one going both going back to the same team in the same locker room. Only one goes with a trophy. Yeah, and when you, when they said it, I was like, "Damn, that's fucking harsh." Like I would talk. Mad I hope shit he walks in with the trophy day one of training. Oh, I guarantee it. <laughs> he was the MVP. I think he gets dibs first day. He should be able to walk around with it. 
Uh, but kudos to Japan. That was really, really fun. So fun the game. World Baseball Classic is every like an every <clears throat> four year thing. Every two yeah, year my thing? understanding is it's uh, actually I think it's three because I believe I saw somebody post they can't wait for 2026. Okay, I think I think was, was this the first year being hosted in the United States or is it always hosted in the United States? Truly don't know because I've never watched it before. I mean, no, this is the I. first year that I got like pulled into watching it. I was familiar it. with it happening years ago, but I yeah. didn't really pay attention because I was like, who cares about the World Baseball Classic? It's just exhibition baseball, which it is. I mean, it's really nothing. It's but they not were like, good games though. No, it was great. Um, very competitive. Yeah, and it was fun. I mean, again, I, I hate Kyle Schwarber, but it was weird watching me root for him yesterday. Like, I fucking hate that guy. You see the rec, rec, uh, stat on him? <laughs> no, what's that? He's the only player to have a home run in the. Um, I see NL, AL, then NL, some championship game, AL championship game, World Series, um, World, World Baseball, Baseball Classic, Classic, and something else, too, that he's the only player ever to hit a home run in all those things. Olympics. Crazy. Olympics. That's oh, it. yeah, no yeah, shit. Yeah. I mean, that's great. That's kudos to him, but, yeah, he can go fuck himself big time. <laughs> him and Joe Buck both. <laughs> yeah. Uh, favorite thing about baseball is Griffey Jr. batting. Yeah, that was really cool. Oh, that was that. cool to see him hit the one home run and his Griffey walkout. taking batting practice and everybody and their brother just right there with their cameras, loving life. Who who better to be the batting, the hitting coach? I yeah. mean, that was the best I think, hitters of all time. I think that's why United States had a pretty good run this year. You got a, arguably the best swing of all I guess time. Barry Bonds wasn't available, huh? No, he was a little busy. <laughs> him and Sammy Sosa were hanging out. Um, but uh, but yeah, the World Baseball Classic was really cool. I loved it. I look forward to it coming back. It was, you know, just cool. Pride of pride of your country. Like I said, I hate Kyle Schwarber hitting him hitting that home run yesterday. I was like, fuck yeah! Like I was all excited. The, the one thing I will say was, funny. I also bet on USA, so I was kind of oh, really, yeah. I was really rooting for him. There was one couple things. Just seeing some of these countries roll out some people on their teams. Yeah, like the dude from Cuba who literally was probably what forty five and maybe yeah. one hundred and forty five pounds overweight. Slim pickings. <laughs> Slim not him he wasn't slim <laughs> yeah that i mean it was awesome though it was really cool to see that and like you got to see some of the Indi the guardians players play for other teams yep. like josh naylor i think was uh or not naylor i'm sorry bo naylor i think was playing for canada um you had uh andres jimenez playing like you have these guys you get this it's cool to see them all spread out yep. uh i loved it really great event i look forward to them coming back in a few years hopefully uh i'll definitely be excited for it However, it'll be interesting to see who plays and who doesn't in a few years because guys aren't getting any younger. I didn't see any Pearl Harbor jokes yesterday. Kind of, kind of I, I did to my buddies, actually. Oh, did you? We were, they were trying to talk football, and I'm like, guys, I'm watching the United States reenact Pearl Harbor right now because we were down 3-1. to one. <laughs> It's like we're getting owned by Japan. Uh, but it was a great game. Kudos to Japan for the win. It was a really fun ex experience to watch that. I, I watched that whole game, basically, from start to finish last night. Uh, USA so versus great. Japan, most watched World Baseball Classic game in the United States. 4.5 million uh, viewership rightfully so it was great uh let's switch sports again now we're going to talk a little ja morant in the nba oh we're going to the wild wild west guns let's do it uh he's coming back soon is my understanding for from his suspension so ja morant of course he got caught on instagram live at a strip club with a gun stupid got caught in the strip club too on camera um not kudos hey, I mean, to that strip club owner, by the way trey turner and uh kyle schrober hit a couple nukes yesterday hey oh that's how it's done that's how you throw those <laughs> jokes in there um I think one landed in Nagasaki and the other one landed in Hiroshima, but uh, <laughs> you gotta be, you gotta be factual with all your shit. That's what I like to do. But, uh, but yeah, John Morant having, not having a good time off the court. This, I think this year is like, he just went fucking crazy. The whole Memphis team all of a sudden tried to turn into thugs and like, you saw that shit with Shannon Sharp. They were like getting tough with Shannon Sharp and even Shannon Sharp was like, I'm not afraid of you little motherfuckers. Like, that's a 50 something year old dude who was like, you guys do not impress me. Um, but yeah, like Desmond Bain, you've got uh, Bray, Dylan uh, Brooks. Brooks, yeah. You've got John Moran. That These dude's going to get his ass whooped at some point this year. Did you see the other day when uh, he tried to give the jersey swap with Kyrie? 
And he Kyrie walked off the court. Well, Kyrie was like, uh, next time. I'll get you next time. And he and he went out and tweeted and said he wasn't in his right mindset or whatever. Yeah, he's like, I, I I was we just like the game yeah, just ended. Right. I wasn't in the right mindset. He just didn't want it, which is so fucking funny that he had to he had to go through all that trouble to just deflect. I would have just been like, I'm good. Thank you. I don't I don't need your jersey. But it is what it is. I mean, when you're a great player like Kyrie, if a lower lesser player asks for your jersey and you don't want his, then just give him yours and just be like, I'm good. It's just it's unfortunate because I'm a Morant, uh, job job Morant fan. You know, I think he's a hell of a, a I, basketball I, I player. I was too, but this but this whole personal shit, like he's just he's. I feel like he's taking the Kyrie Irving path. He's going fucking ape shit crazy yeah. right now. But and, they're doing it in a weird way. They're like all trying to be like Draymond Green, like the Bad or, Boys 2.0. Yeah, they're yeah. trying to be like the Blazers back in the day with like Rasheed Wallace and all them, or the Detroit you know, Pistons yeah, back the, in like the '90s and shit, or yeah. even you know the Pistons with Rasheed Wallace, Ben Wallace, those guys, the Pacers um, uh, knocking fans out. Yeah, yeah, they're just trying to be thugs, and I just don't really think that they're that tough or that good. Um, I don't know. I just it's 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 sad to see this happening to Morant because again, as you said, here you have this player who literally in maybe in a couple of years could be a competitor for MVP. Like he's that talented, that good. He's not far off. I mean, no, he's, he's right there. It's just right now. There's so much talent in the NBA uh, with Joe, with Joel Embiid, with Jason Tatum, with Luca. You've got these guys, LeBron, even um, you've got these guys that John Morant's not passing them anytime soon. Yeah. He's got a lot. He's got a big hill to climb, but if he keeps his head straight, he could have, but instead he's out there with guns. He's beating up teenagers on his home court. Um, I don't know if you guys heard that story. Yeah. He, he was he hosts games at his home court. He has a court at his house, and some fifteen year old or whatever came, and he ended up punching him and like pulls gun out on him and shit. Like, not good, not good stories. John Moran is not having a good time. The guy's a fucking head case. I know we're like three weeks late on this story because we haven't done a show in a while, but he is a nut. He needs to get his shit together. Suspended eight games, right? Are they actually they upped it at eight games? He claims to have already been. Uh, he's healed. rehabilitated. He's he understanding. He understands his mistakes. He won't make them again, right? Um, so I think you have to come back this weekend, potentially, potentially. Yeah. I saw sometime could be as early as sometime this week, you know, whatever this weekend, we'll see how long this lasts, right? I'm not holding my breath if I'm being honest. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just weird. He, he could just be a bad person because he is he, a lot of people. You think of the NBA and you think rags to riches. This guy was riches to riches. He had a pretty good upbringing. He was a shelter, not a shelter kid, but he had a great upbringing. He played on like a travel to like, he wasn't some kid in the hood. So it could just be his personality, but it's again, oh, it's more so. I agree, he's a shitty person. It's more so the pulling a gun out. You're doing that for attention. Why? That's just showing that you have a mental problem, in my opinion. That's like a cry for help that's desperate for attention kind of situation. If he pulled it out and didn't know someone was filming him and was like get about to get in a fight, then you could be like, yeah, maybe he is a shitty person. But when you're looking at him, when you as, do it like your own like live camera and you pull it out, I was like, come on. Yeah, well, you're at a club, you know it's illegal, you know you can't do it, you know you're gonna get in trouble. And you're filming yourself with it. To me, that's like you're just asking for it. I, I don't know. I don't feel bad. Real quick, can we talk about the photo? I wish we had it of him in the strip club. Did you see that photo? No, no, I didn't. Oh my god, did you see the photo, Tim? Yeah, it was money. Everywhere. Oh my god, I didn't see it actually. <laughs> I thought the floor was everywhere. just like white, and then you look in, it's like all just money, just everywhere. All you see is dead presidents. And I'm like, and like this one chick up on him dancing, good for him, whatever. But you look on the floor, and there's not a single spot in that floor that was not covered by money. They, the uh, floor, they had floors couches. and couches, chairs, everything. Which, don't care if that's how you want to spend your money as a rich sure. It's the filming yourself and pulling a gun. That's the weird. I don't understand it. I just don't get it. I can't. I, really I, I think he it. was drunk. I think it was somebody else. I thought gun. they said he didn't drink. The owner of the bar says he comes in. He does not drink alcohol. I thought I read that. They said he, the owner of the club said he was. He's a stand-up guy. He comes in, spends his money, eats. He's great to everybody. He's a nice person. That's what I read. So you outed him by <laughs> giving the photo of him in the strip club that night? 
Somebody did. One of the so, strippers probably. Did. I was just jealous of the strip stripper who got all that fucking money because you can imagine like trash bag that night, get everything. All oh, those women were out there with a vacuum, just like <laughs> going home. Can't wait. I would just ugh, the things you're picking up in that vacuum also. Ugh. So I give them to. I give them. Oh jeez. Oh, it's had time to dry and everything. <laughs> I uh, yeah. I give them. I give them to uh, the end of the season here. That's something else. Is going to happen. Yeah, and, off the court, and it's also happen. too. I think Dylan Brooks is already at the peak limit of of technical fouls, where every one he gets. So he no gets wonder suspended. why he hates Draymond Green. Yeah, he's already hit it. He he hit it. No wonder um, why he hates Draymond Green. He's just trying to be Draymond Green. One hundred percent. He's dying. Um, I'll take those five dollars, Jamie. <laughs> yes, he's. I don't have the biggest titties in the room, Jamie. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, we'll, not we'll, me, buddy. We'll cut the camera to Tim, and we'll give you his Venmo right when it's over. You want titties? We got titties, but they're not mine. You ask, you shall receive. <laughs> um, but yeah, Josh just fucked up. I think again, I think it was a cry for help. I, I don't think the suspension is going to do much. Uh, hopefully he's going to come back. He's going to play. The Grizzlies are probably going to make the playoffs. I don't think they're a legit contender by any stretch. I think they'll have a quick bounce in the playoffs. Um, and then I think gun to my head. Oh, really? Pun intended. Uh, <laughs> I hope actually in the off season, I hope he gets his shit together and I hope he gets some real help. Uh, now that he's going to actually have an off season, I hope he does get the help that he needs. Um, but we'll see. I don't even know what place they're in, so I'm Googling it right now because the chart, the the NBA standings bracket that I gave Tim the other day, I it wasn't up like it wasn't act uh, up to date. I got it right here. So I got in the East. Oh, there you go. We got a half a nip. I like Look at it. that boob. That's Nibble. like that's Nibble. like you're at the pool and there's a nip slip. Should we the, got like an X-ray to show now, Tim? Love it. Yeah, we now we're getting canceled. We're getting booted off Facebook for sure. Damn it. We're getting the nudity. I love band. that your nipples right in the area of his dick area, which is perfect. It's like he's got a nub down there. He got a little lap dance. Tim's hoping to get a couple of those dead presidents too. I don't blame him. Um, but yeah, so we got we got the NBA playoffs quickly approaching. There's only literally a handful of games I, left. Uh, it, I can't believe I can't believe we're uh, the season's almost over. It's fucked up. It <laughs> I really saw the is. ad on the TV. There's like April NBA playoffs. I'm like, what? What's really fucked up for me, and this shows you how much of a gambling degenerate that I am. I just think of fuck what am i gonna bet on like there's games every night for the nba when you baseball go to the playoffs be there's gonna be off night. nights and baseball oh. is every night oh speaking of we'll talk about it so the tip that i got from my buddy who's a big gambler he said the key to betting baseball is you take the best pitcher and you pick that team for five innings so you don't pick the whole game you pick them to have the lead at five innings so if it's like jacob Degrom pitching yeah you take who's he with now uh texas so you take texas for five innings. And that's it. And that's it. Because you expect Texas to be winning because they might be up one to nothing because DeGrom's not going to give up any runs. But who gives a fuck about the outcome of the game when he's out of the game? And I'm like, oh, that's smart. You know, I, I saw this say, not to extend this tangent, but I saw something else too, where people are betting hockey. Yeah. And they're betting no goal in the first five minutes in a lot of these games. Does that not happen a lot? I don't know. Not really. really. Scores don't happen very often in okay. hockey. So, that's I mean, true. I mean, games so will end three to one. Your, to your one. odds of hitting that is is pretty good because scores, I mean, they happen sometimes. Yeah. But a lot of times not within the first five I minutes because like five minutes go pretty quick in hockey. Damn it. Why did I just hear about this now? The season's so almost I, over for I, hockey some, too. Someone said that. I'm like, shit, I haven't tried it yet, but that's that's a hell of a chance. I might try that now that we talked about it. But So for me, that's what I'm going with for baseball. I'm going like to look at things like that. Like so that. like if Shane Bieber's pitching, I'll be like, okay, give me the Guardians for five innings. Yep. I like that because if Shane Bieber gets pulled, the odds of him losing when he comes out of the game are slim. You you take a pitcher that's going to have a you know, 20-win, 20, 20 5-loss season or yep. something like that. That's what you do because the odds of them losing a game are slim. So I like it. That's what I'll be trying to do at least in the beginning. And if it doesn't go well for me, I will be quitting it fast mm -hmm. and finding something else to bet on. 
Um, but I do have updated rankings. And I guess I was way off. Uh, the Grizzlies jumped to the two seed yesterday. Shows you how much I pay attention. I thought they were like a fucking close to the play-in. Uh, the Grizzlies jumped to two. They actually beat, uh, they've jumped the Sacramento Kings. They, are, they have 44 wins. Kings have 43. Uh, Nuggets have the one seed, which is surprising because they've been on a little bit of a, a bad streak lately. Yeah, but they're always a team that comes on late, though. Well, they started off really hot. Now they're really fizzling out. Like they've lost some, yeah, they some their, bad games. Their load. That's what I'm kind of thinking. Um, we'll see, but I, they're pretty steady in the one seed. They have 48 wins. They're not going anywhere. Uh, the Suns are creeping in at four with 38. I don't know if Kevin Durant's going to play again. That was a weird thing. Uh, I don't know if you saw that, that injury. No. When he slipped on the water pregame. Oh, the way he's warming up or yeah. whatever? It's like an ankle thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't know when he's, he's coming back. He's Is been he out indefinitely? Oh, he hasn't played since. Yeah, they. I saw a thing. Don't know if it's true. Again, don't believe everything you see on the internet that they fired the uh, water boy, or the, the towel boy for oh, that. Oh, please. The one that led to the injury. Like, it's his fault. Like, yeah. he knew there was a wet spot there. Um. But that's the rumor. But they are currently in the fourth seed with 38 wins. Clippers. Maybe he's just waiting for the playoffs to start. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, but when you get traded like that, you do want to kind of mesh and get a, a little a little connection not, with your not team. Not Durant. It's Durant at the top of the key. That's true. <laughs> yeah. It, it didn't work in Brooklyn, so maybe it won't work in, in <laughs> Phoenix either. Uh, the Clippers are in fifth. Warriors are in sixth. George is out. Get Paul George is out for the three weeks. Yeah, Paul George is hurt. That's huge for them. Uh, now we get into the fun part, the play-in. You've got the Thunder at seven, Mavericks at eight, Timberwolves nine. Uh, and then the Jazz at 10 with the Lakers right behind them. 35 wins also. They, uh, they're they only a half game back. LeBron will be coaching from home for the playoffs on Twitter. Yeah, I, I want LeBron in the playoffs. I love LeBron. Uh, I like to see him succeed. But the Western Conference is kind of getting, it's, it's average at best. I don't think there's any real threats in the West, which is ironic because the Warriors just won the championship last year in the West. But they're not that great this year. Steph Curry can't stay healthy. They have a lot of problems. It's always funny when the um, West used to be the the – the the conference to be scared of now it's the fucking east is a Loaded. juggernaut and let's get into that so the current updated standings uh these three teams have already locked in playoff spots uh the nuggets have and then in the east you've got the bucks the one seed right now 51 and 20 they have locked in a playoff spot the celtics 50 and 23 in number two 76ers 48 and 23 have locked in a, a, a spot i don't think they're locked in yeah they're not locked in at the three because the Cavs are only two games behind but uh the Cavaliers are the fourth seed. Knicks are the fifth seed, which means we would be facing the Knicks if the playoffs started today. Uh, I like that matchup. Do you? I'm kind of nervous about that. Really? We've had troubles against the Knicks this year. I, I just, I don't, I don't. Know. I think we do well. I, yeah, I get and it. They also think... have what everyone calls Donovan Mitchell's kryptonite, Jalen Brunson. Oh, the Jalen Brunson locked him down when they were on, respectively. Donovan Mitchell played for the Utah Jazz. Jalen Brunson was on the Mavericks. Jalen Brunson, they everyone said was the, the kryptonite to Donovan Mitchell. He locks him down. Uh, so a playoff series is scary. Mm. Uh, Julius Randle scores. I mean, as you said earlier, he put up 50 points the other night, so he can score at will. And still lose, though. But see, that's yeah, the thing. Yeah, absolutely. But that means the Cavaliers have to have the offense on on a roll. And if Donovan Mitchell's getting shut down by Jalen Brunson, that's not good for anybody. Um, you just positive, hope the defense is going to step up. Thoughts. No, I mean, definitely. I was just joking with my brother-in-law yesterday. He was, we're going on a vacation in June. And he's like, dude, I just looked at the schedule. He's like, what if we're down in in on vacation and the Cavs are in the finals? I'm like, oh, I don't think you have to worry about that this year. Let me be <laughs> honest. And he's like, well, you know, all it takes is like an injury to Embiid or Tatum or somebody. And I'm like, I know. I'm like, right now, let's worry about the Knicks. And he's like, that's fair. Because I'm just being honest. I don't want to play devil's advocate here. But uh, the Knicks, the Knicks, for some reason, have the Cavs number. I don't know why. 
and they need to figure that shit out quickly because you could be facing them in a playoff series coming up really soon. So you've got the Knicks at five. Uh, six seed is actually the Nets, surprisingly, right now. They're, they're so a half game up. we want the three seed, so we play the Nets. Ideally. I mean, the higher the seed, the better. Uh, but yeah, the Nets, surprisingly, after losing Kyrie Irving, after losing um, Kevin Durant, after not having Ben Simmons play for most of the year, they're still a gritty team. They're battling for a playoff spot. It'll be fun for them to make the playoffs. Uh, I don't think they're going to make any noise, but just good for a young team that everybody kind of counted out because as soon as they traded all those guys, my first thought was, okay, Nets just went to the bottom of the league, but those guys can put some points up. They can win. They almost came back last night. I mean, they I tried. I mean, whatever, yeah, we had a, still. that's why I was watching it when I was gambling. I'm like, all right, Bridges has 18 points going into the fourth. They're down by like, at that point, they were down by like 21. So I'm like, all I need them to do is come in and make one layup and then go go to the bench. I don't care. And they make this comeback. They're down by like fucking five points at one point. And I'm like, how has he not been a part of this comeback? <laughs> he can't score once. And he didn't. He ended the game with 18, that son of a bitch. Um, the Miami Heat are currently in seventh, uh, only a half game behind the Nets. The Hawks are in eighth, Raptors ninth, Bulls tenth. Um, those would obviously be playing teams, as you can see there on the screen. None of those teams are real threats to me. Uh, the one team that kind of worries me, I guess, the 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 Raptors. They, they play the Cavs pretty well. Uh, the Heat also play us pretty well. The Hawks and the Bulls, not too worried about facing those guys if it if it came to it in the playoffs. I don't think it would, but um, just throwing it out there. to be talking about NBA playoffs with the Cavs again. It's exciting. It's weird. No LeBron, and we're possibly going to the playoffs. It's a fucking strange feeling, if I'm being honest. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to give you guys a quick NBA playoff standing because I think by the time we do our next episode, it'll be the, it'll be the playoffs. First round, I believe, yeah. Yeah, I think it's starting up, so... Guys, get ready for that. Buckle in. We'll be talking plenty of, of Cavaliers playoffs, probably at Lucy's, I would guess, on the fifth, because we will be right in the thick of it. We'll also be talking Major League Baseball because the season does start next week. The home opener is the seventh, and that is Good Friday. So we are off. There's a good chance I'm going downtown, and I'm going to really try to compose myself and not get blackout drunk. I've been I've been drinking way too much lately. Like I got to learn to say no. And Well, the game's at four. We normally go down early in the day, don't we? Yeah. Well, usually we would, but that's on like a day where we take off work. Now it's good for I'm thinking like we probably got to get there really early because everybody's going to be down there. We think in like weather pending eight, eight o'clock drinks. Let's no, go. no chance. Eight o'clock. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm trying to survive again. I just said I'm trying to compose myself and pace <laughs> must, myself. Must drink more. I literally I blacked out on Friday night and and somewhat Saturday. I was OK. I, I didn't black out Saturday. I just I got, pretty I got fucked up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, with that being said, we are here at everybody's favorite part of the show, and that is, of course, just, just the tip. And as always, we started off with my man, Tim Buck, too. What do you got showed for us? The tip of his nipple. Let's yes, go. he did. Well, this one is this tip is not going to be the tip of my nipple, but of course, uh, something that I always talk about other than my titties, which is comedy. Um, you know, comedy is amazing. It actually has put me in several places that i rather enjoy such as being back here with you guys um but this here is actually a fashion show um Ooh. that i actually happen to be a part of it's going to be other comedians there i know it's going to be uh jen jen from uh from uh, comedy and cocktails with jen jen as well as ryan polk another comedian i'm very familiar with he's also an actor he's amazing uh, we actually have this uh, Professor Clump joke that we do together oh god um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> I just i'm just envisioning it i love that it's pretty cool. Um, I'm Professor Clump, if you didn't know. And uh, you don't say <laughs> he, he's Buddy Love. So it, uh, it's pretty cool. Um, this show here is from three to eight. I won't be there ho whole time um, only because I have to produce a show. Um, TMI, um, you know, Saturdays uh, is now from six to eight. Um, and they 
you know, want to go on on time. So I want to make sure I get there and do that. But this here is on Saturday, this Saturday coming up, the 25th. Um, tickets are actually free. So you can actually go right through the Eventbrite code right there if you can scan it. I'm not sure if it will let you, but um, it should. Uh, <laughs> but they are free. It's on a, a one it's at 1260 East 105th Street. Um, if you did not know, that was also the hood. Um, <laughs> but it's my hood. It's That's why it's during the day. <laughs> right. <It's laughs> one, one of the places I grew up at. So I feel safe. I'm probably going to see a lot of familiar faces. Um, this is put on by Crystal Huglove. She's an amazing person. I've got the pleasure of meeting her on Comedy and Cocktails with Jin Jin. Um, and uh, I think it's going to be a pretty good show. Um, it's from 3-8. It's a fashion show. So, you know, it's going to be a lot of beautiful, beautiful clothes and hopefully a lot of beautiful women. <laughs> Definitely would be a plus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I'm also looking forward to the food because that's always my favorite thing to look forward to. Uh, <laughs> but it is it will come out. It's free. It's a free show. Um, you know, you don't necessarily get a lot of these uh, free shows. So it's nice. And they're putting on for a lot of uh, people that have businesses and um, different type of things that they are able to put on. So come out and enjoy us, man. Absolutely. Go check that out in a day and That's age awesome. where inflation's killing everybody. It's hard for people out there. You got Interest a free event. Go take advantage of that. And you're helping support local businesses. Maybe you're going to find a new company that you never knew about before. Absolutely. It's just great. It's, 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 it's a networking event. It's free. Go check it out. It's called We Enter Rooms. So we're trying to enter so all the So it's a fashion rooms. show. Are you wearing something fancy? Um, I just might wear some lingerie. <laughs> lingerie. Yeah. Uh, uh, photos yeah, what's that or to get the I don't again? believe it. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Eventbrite. Uh, you can go right to Eventbrite and actually should be able to type in We Enter Rooms. Oh, that's and easy it enough. Come, it should come right up. Um, I'm picturing you entering a room with lingerie right now, Tim. <laughs> I think everybody is. <laughs> my, my lingerie is a little... A little Risque. Yeah, a little bit. Because it's usually just <laughs> a cut up wife beater or something. <laughs> As it should be. Hey, yeah. you wear what you feel sexy and that's all that matters. Absolutely. Oh, I love it. Uh, my tip of the week is um, no show, no uh, no movie. I've been driving, doing a lot of driving for work and I, I like to throw in a podcast once in a while and i huge history buff. So I went through uh, Spotify, looked at some of their top history podcasts and um, this one popped up. I can really call it not, yeah, not past it. Um, it's pretty cool, pretty interesting. So what it does, is it takes that week in history and goes back and picks a moment that during that week in history and talks about it. Uh, I just listened to the Enron uh, meltdown. Um, the other one I listened to, they're only, they're only 30 minute episodes are quick. You know, for me, my drive to work is 30 minutes, so I can listen to one, two and from work. Oh, nice. Um, the other one I listened to today was about the uh, uh, smoking cigarette tobacco thing back in the 60s and how they tried to rebrand all the menthols came up and how they tried to um non-directly but directly drop them into like inner cities and get people hooked on cigarettes and they would go by barbershops in the morning and they go by that night and try to get propaganda pamphlets to bartenders and barbers and say hey while you're doing this just drop in hey have you had a camel today have you ever tried a camel today and try to like you know like uh um, what's Subliminal that message what's the movie yeah with Leonardo DiCaprio um Inception yeah trying to like implant that in your mind but it talks about a lot of cool stuff. Um, so it's just 30 minutes. Topics are all over the place. It's not one set thing. It just picks a random moment in that week. And then history talks about it. 30 minutes it actually has interviews from that at that topic. You're talking about live, live interviews. So it's really cool. Learn something new. Maybe you maybe learn more about of a topic you didn't know about. But um, it's worth a listen. So check it out. All right. Uh, my tip is a movie that I was on the fence about going to see. But I decided for my birthday 
to let my wife treat me to Scream 6. Let my wife. I, uh, well, we're deciding what to do for my birthday, and I'm like, let's go to dinner and let's go see Scream 6. So uh, we decided to do that. Um, I did not like Scream 5, as you guys, I think I talked about on the show, maybe. I thought you were going to come out of this and tell me that it was. Cool. No, actually, I'm sorry. I, I think I did Scream 6. Thank you, Terry. Uh, I think I did Scream 6 or 5. I'm sorry. It was before we were at Redline. So I might have just bitched about it to you only. Um, but but that, I, was, I was believing you're going to come out of here saying you hated this one. No, surprisingly, this one wasn't bad. They they did a decent job with it. I will say, I, I guess the ending about halfway through, I looked over at Tara and I'm like, I bet it's yeah this. I won't say anything else. And uh, lo and behold, I was, I was pretty much right. Uh, and then the other thing, though, the ending did get a little... Where we started going, okay, what the fuck? They, well, how did how did this person do this after getting stabbed, and how did they do this after falling, and like you know, just little things like that? I start to kind of, I, I nitpick a little bit, but these are ones that I think are justified, and I think when when everyone sees the movie, let's chat, talk to me. I'll tell you about the things that I saw in the movie at the end that I was like, get the fuck out of here with. Um, but I get it; it's a movie. You got to stretch your imagination. But overall, I would say the first hour and a half was great. <laughs> they made more after the second one. Hell yeah, dude. They're making a seventh. They've already announced it. It's it's they're making a killing. This was the highest grossing screen movie in the franchise history. Yeah, what, pun intended. Was it uh kind of cool seeing it move to a big city though? Uh it didn't really play a factor oh, too okay. much. It okay. kind of did. I mean, it's just you're in New York. That's really I mean, got it. They're still like stalking you, breaking into your house, apartments, whatever. Like got it. Okay. It's still typical scream stuff, but it wasn't bad. It was really fun. Uh Again, the first, I would say, hour 45, hour and a half. It's about a two-hour movie. I'd say that 90% of it was really good, and then that's when it kind of got a little off the rails. But that's a Scream movie. That's how it ends. When the killer is revealed and then things start happening around that, it does tend to get a little over the top. So I, I expect it. I get it. Um, but this one was really good. I highly recommend it if you have the time. Uh, everyone that I've talked to about it, I tell them, go see it. Does Jenna die in this movie? Spoiler alert. I don't, I don't want her to. She's Wednesday. She can't die. Not, not telling anybody anything. <laughs> All I'll say is they talk about it in this one about how they go over the rules. Oh, uh, the rules. They go over the rules movie. of horror movies yes. and, and killers. And they make sure to mention that in this one, because you're so far along, you're in the sixth movie, or like because they count it as a chapter. They basically count each each movie as like a real life event. So they're like, we're in the sixth one. So they're like, by this point, nobody is safe. Yeah. So interesting. That's all I'll tell you. Nobody is safe. Um, Check it out, though. Really good movie. I highly recommend it. It's really fun if you're into horror, if you're into Scream. it's. I think it's honestly one of the better franchises in horror. Um, I think it's kind of like overlooked. A lot of people think of Jason and Michael and things like that, but I think I think Scream's a really good franchise. They put out some damn good movies. Uh, so check this one out if you get a chance. Maybe wait till it comes out uh, to rent if you want, but I, I liked it in the theater. I thought it was good. Very good theater movie. Awesome. So check it out. And there will be a seventh, everybody out there. Talk about how many there are. They've already basically come out and said that it did so well that they're in, in works for the next one. And I don't blame it's them. Printing money now at this Make point. It. Make that money. I mean, I love now that this movie's the first scream came out in like '96, and they're like, "This is the highest grossing one of all time." It's like, yeah, because movie tickets were like six dollars back in the '90s. They're like fifteen now. Of course, it's the highest grossing. That shit like triples. And you have look at the actual tickets purchased. I bet it's not even close. But the money made skyrocketed. Of course, they probably franchise it better nowadays. They probably market it better nowadays too. Yeah, I mean, at the, the time it was it was brand store. new. Scream yeah. One was it was just a 
Wes Craven making a movie and you're like, all right, let's see how, let's see what this is about. I, I, I'll be honest. I can't watch Scream without thinking of Scary Movie, the spoof. Oh, 100%. And just how, like, Slash, that, dash, cut a holy game. <laughs> 100%. Where they're smoking weed and with, the, with them and that? his mask changes. <laughs> Take it uh, to the head. Take I have to go watch it. I have to go watch it now. Scary movie is a fucking classic. No, that's movie. a great movie. Um, I mean, I do the same thing. Like in the beginning scene of Scream with Drew Barrymore, yeah. I always think of like Carmen Electra because yeah, they, they exactly. made fun of it so perfectly. Where she's running and like her her boobs are, and he like gets behind. He stabs her, her implant. And is trying to like pop the implant with the knife. No, it's great. They, the the Wayne's brothers, they they did such a great job with those movies. Those movies kind of went off the rails a little bit after too many, but oh, I honestly um, I thought they went off the rails, and when they brought Charlie Sheen back in to like yeah. the third or fourth one, then it got good again. Yeah, because he does spoof movies so well. very well because he's not even trying like he's no. just charlie sheen being charlie sheen yeah all right everybody that's gonna do it for us check us out april 1st you can find us or find half me and tim out. half of us uh, two-thirds two-thirds you can find two-thirds of the balls here at um the piston-powered autorama or auto one ball in the called. shaft yeah, one ball in the shaft. <laughs> and then on april 5th we will be live at lucy's uh lucy's pub on broadview road we will be there from seven to eight we're gonna do just an hour show that night assuming my mic works we're gonna hopefully get that figured out this time I, I didn't forget, Tim. Don't you forget that. Um, Early birthday episode because I five days later is my birthday. Yeah. So we got a lot going on. Again, we are off next week. Then 1 o'clock Saturday, April the 1st, Piston Powered Show. I will be on from 1 to 2. Tim will be on from 2 to 3. And then April 5th, check us out at Lucy's. Come support your boys. Uh, last time the turnout wasn't great. I expect that to be much better this time. And we will all have Come a drink out. with you guys. Come on out. Support local business. Come to a fun bar. Watch us on stage uh, with daylight savings time and shit. It'll still be sunny by the time the show ends. So you, you don't have to feel as threatened. I have some soul food and buy me some. And yeah, and Tim Tim raves about the soul food. And <laughs> if I if I trust anyone's judgment on food, it's going to be this guy in the middle Especially right here. Especially soul food. Yeah, 100%. So he recommends the collard greens. He said he got he he took them because they suggested it. And he ended up getting a second order because they were so damn good. So Not black history, man. In Black History Month? Was it in February? I bet it was, probably. <laughs> no, it was uh, actually in Women's History Month. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Last week. Well, uh, a woman, well, Saturday, it just passed. A woman cooked it for you, so that's all that matters. Yes, it was. <laughs> nice. All right, everybody. We will talk to you guys on the first. Uh, until then, on behalf of everybody at Talking About Balls, not every movie needs a post credit scene. Thank you, everyone. <laughs>